And we are gonna hit the button again and see if it plays our intro again. One, two, ready, <laughs> blue. I'm wearing my birthday suit, and I got a luscious blonde wig on. Oh shit, I'm eating freaking narco berries now. <laughs> <laughs> I am not doing myself any favor. Quite a bit off more than I can chew here. There's a bad one in this bunch. You guys want me to teach you about mushrooms? I am so close to death. I've got a broken leg. <laughs> The only way that you survive is uh, by being smarter than some of the other people. What the heck? It, what? It's digging holes in the ground? It's digging holes in the ground. <laughs> Fresh spawns, veteran tamers, and all survivors in between. We'd like to welcome you to Rated Ark, the Ark Survival Evolved podcast. By the way, this is explicit. You know, I just love that intro because I, I feel like I relived that night that we were doing that every time. Yes! It. <laughs> it is too funny. I, I just hate the fact that I don't feel like I can do Lumen injustice after following up on him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he has That's such right. a good voice for that, doesn't he? He does, he does. Yes. Welcome, survivors, new and old, to episode 12 of Rated Arc, the Arc Survival Podcast. Today is May 25th, 2018. We are CRR Gaming Group hosted podcast, so that means the voices can change each week, but the roundtable discussion will always be about ARC. We have many ways you can contact us to share feedback, tips, or adventures. You can reach us, or you can reach the show by emailing ratedark at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at ratedark on Twitter. Uh oh. You can grab the RSS feed, get your show notes at www.ratedarc.com and apply to join us in-game at www.crossrealmrebellion.com And first we'd like to start the show off by introducing everyone here tonight. We have Esmeralda Sky. Hello, hello. Faloon. Hello, everybody. The Mysterious Goon. Hey. And me, the big, the blue, the bee. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> You're like, I am a man of three names. <clears throat> One I name, three words. I am the blue. I am the B. <laughs> I guess it's better than being the D. Well, maybe not. Maybe it can just be triple B. Well, I mean, I can be a D. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then we got the infamous, mysterious, anonymous, the wrench. I don't know about infamous, but hello. <laughs> So you are mysterious. Yeah, pretty pretty mysterious. Pretty mysterious, yeah, but infamous, no. Too funny. All right, well, we are going to get started with our loot drop. Here we go. Shout, shout, let it all out. These are the shout outs we can't live without. Oh yeah, come on, yeah. Radar's talking to you. You're talking to us, yeah. Yeah, time for shout outs. Ooh, ooh, we got our first email since being back on season two. So extra, extra Rated Arc love to Paul B, who wrote in at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hint, hint. He said, greetings. I was having an issue on PS4 where I wasn't able to make group whistles or whistle to change the behavior of the teams. 
After having a few conversations with my friend about his settings, we realized that it wasn't working due to the fact that I assigned some dinosaurs to groups. Even dinosaurs that weren't in a group wouldn't listen. Once I removed all tames from the groups, they decided to listen to me. Wah! Unfortunately, it hasn't reduced the number of I'm the number I'm accidentally killing. Last night's casualty was out last was our last remaining mammoth who I was standing under blissfully unaware that my attacks against the wall were also hitting her. Turned out the wall had more hit points than the 123 mammoth. Who knew? Oh, this was sad. I don't know if this issue, I don't know if the issue about the groups and whistles is common knowledge. I've only been playing about seven months, but if it isn't and you think it might help new players, can you please share it? And yes, I do think that is very helpful information for new players and even old players. Like, like I would consider him pretty, you know, schooled player. Seven months is a good time to be playing. And um, he said, keep up the great work, and I'm waiting earnestly for my next installment of Rated Arc. And it says, Tyrant of the, it's from Tyrant of the Pink Barber's Tribe. P.S. You probably already worked out why we're called that, but just to confirm, if we see someone sleeping in a roofless building, we cut their hair and mustache and dye them pink. Since they're asleep, they don't really have any say, but it feels wrong to just take that hair for fur armor without leaving them anything in return. And who doesn't like a giant pink afro and a matching mustache? <laughs> That's, Love it. That's fantastic. I got. I gotta say something though. I I can feel him on the accidentally killing your tames uh-huh. because I don't know how many times I have killed something by accident. Uh, point in case, trying to protect a parasaur from an alpha raptor and hitting them both with a shotgun and killing them both uh-huh. twice. You ever jump on a tame not realizing something else is following it, and then you run off and all of a sudden you get death spam and you're like, "What the hell happened?" Oh yeah. It sucks. Like your prize dodo. <laughs> hey Johnny, yeah, I was wondering um, on PS4 is there any way to like um, unbind a uh, key to say like um, I'll follow mm. um, I don't think so but I would have to look as far as I know, the only thing you can do is uh, put ignore group whistles. Because uh, one of the things that we used to do is uh, unbind the J key. You know, because we, you know, just like we have our damn E key moments, we had several damn J key moments. That makes yep. sense. Yeah. So we yeah, just unbind it. But with the with the with the radio menus on the PS4, I don't really. I don't really think it'd be that big of a problem unless you're just trying to That's do it in a true. hurry and you yeah. accidentally hit the, you know, all follow whistle. But yeah, I can, I mean, I can see why you would want to do that, but I, I just don't think it would be that big a deal. Yeah, uh, it's, I mean, it's probably not a I've, problem. I've get, I get in a hurry or I get clumsy with the controls and end up doing the follow all whistle and it's like, oh shit, no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, like Blue said, well, if, I, and you, I asked if you, you have stuff that you don't want to move, you set it to ignore group whistles and yeah. just be done with it. Or you can... Um, set certain things into different groups. Not because this is something that he was mentioning. Like, say, if you have your farm animals, like Fiomias and your dung beetles or whatever, you can put them in, like, say, group one, and leave them in that, and they should not respond to any whistles at all unless it's a direct whistle. Right. So I mean, there's you know, on the, there, there's ways around that, you know, here and there. 
Yeah, and I was just asking because since I'm a newbie on PS4, I've definitely done it. So, but I, I didn't know if there was some way that you could do. I mean, it certainly would is not going to be as common as it would be on PC. Uh, yeah, well, no, right. no, no, no. Console is like way worse. Uh, I was on a a Tribon official at one point, and this was on my Xbox One days, and we had this big rectangular box of a base. And it was three levels high, and two of the levels had at least 15, 10 to 15 wyverns on each level. And if you accidentally did a whistle all, it was like, oh my god. And the worst, I can only imagine. It, How horrible it was. It was yeah. terrible. And you were responsible for putting everything back. <laughs> it would suck to be that, that person. You know, oh, I, I did it three times. It was oh, terrible. God. I, honestly, I don't know what's worse is like if you do it and then you got to put them all back. So you blew your whole night putting all the dinos back, or you log in and there's nobody else logged in and somebody didn't put them all back. <laughs> oh, we had one guy that was such an irresponsible jerk off that he he did the the follow all or whatever, the whistle all, and then he just logged out. And we only knew it was him because his body was in the middle of the goddamn wyverns. Oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, while we continue, I just want to say that is an awesome tip, and thank you so much, Paul, for writing in with that, and I think that's awesome that you pay it forward with your pink afros and and matching mustaches. That's that's excellent. I think that makes the world a better place, right there. (laughs) Um, And also want to give a quick shout out to some of our new members that have joined us in our Discord for Cross Realm Rebellion uh, Gaming Group. And that is Mr. Kodak Bear and Rolianos203. And for Ravenant, who has hopped in the voice chat, and we got to meet him last night. And um, he is watching, I think, live on Twitch. So, hey, Ravenant! Um, so thank you everybody for joining us. We uh, did an impromptu uh, Twitch live stream. Gonna try to do that again, just audio. So if you're playing the game and you want to hear our mouths yakking in the background, hey, come and join us. So um, I want to say welcome to everybody. And- yeah, and I I, I, I got to say to uh, the new guys, they were they were talking about being from Kentucky. Don't worry about your accent. You hear you, you hear what's coming out of this mouth right here. Don't worry about it. It took me it took me a couple times to get over it, you know, and and. Um, with Goon and Esme telling me, y'all, hey, don't worry about it. You sound right. fine. You yeah. just have fun. Yeah. I don't even care Absolutely. anymore. You know, you don't Thank like how you. I sound. You know what? There's a mute button on your on your control. Yeah, so, so, your issue. So if you guys want to get in here and get in here and 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 redneck it up with me, come on, let's do it. Absolutely. And nobody likes hearing their their voice. And that's what we just want to let everybody know um, is it don't, you know, as a Crossroad Rebellion Gaming Group member, it's an open door to join us on our two podcasts that we do, our Cross Realm um, Gaming Entertainment Podcast we do on Thursday nights and Rated Arc that we do on Fridays. And all you need is a decent mic, no crazy noise in the background, and download TeamSpeak for free on your computer. And I do the rest. So... We do Google Docs for our show notes. It's easy breezy. And then your first time you join us, like, well, some people join us like the first time and then they just never come back. And we're like, oh, so and most of the time it's because they listened and then then they such a critical, you're your worst enemy. You're your, your worst critic. You hear stuff that nobody else hears. Believe me. It's, I've been doing this for going on six years now. You get over it real quick. And I, and that makes me feel really good, Johnny, that you took our advice and kicked that stupid, annoying, self-depreciating voice in your head to the curb and joined back in the fun. Cause it's fun. You know, that's the fun. We do it for fun and we do it to, uh, 
have a, a fun time to do with our friends and, and all that stuff. So it's good to hear you did that. That's awesome. And it's nice yeah, to have you join don't, us. Don't again. wait as long as I did. How long was I in CRR before I finally um, it's started took joining a couple you regularly? Pokes and prods. It took a couple <laughs> <laughs> And you always have so yeah. much great insight for whatever game that you're playing. <laughs> And it's awesome that you join it. I love it because you look at the game in such a... That's what we all do. Like, we all bring something to the yeah. to the puzzle. Yeah. And when you mix us all together, that's what makes it great. You know, not all one thing or the other, but all together hey, it works. Esme, Trey saying in the... Oh, Twitch loses the sound. Uh, Twitch chat that he's yeah, lost it, the sound. It happens. To uh, the Twitch stream. Yeah, it's something... Oh, okay, I didn't know. Yeah, it's something it, I can't control. It might be something he has to close out and open back up because. Well, um, I just unmuted it to see if I could hear anything. I couldn't hear anything either. Mm, yeah, gotcha. It happens. It happened last night. But just know that the recording on my end isn't going to sound like that. So um, I apologize, but I can't. It's tw just Twitch being stupid. That's just what it does. It used to do it to us all the time. So we're kind of used to it. <laughs> I don't know why, but it happens. But uh, so thank you, everybody who has come out to join us on an impromptu stream and and takes the time to uh, retweet and and um, join us in Discord. It's really awesome. And now we're going to be moving into Fresh from the Forge. Fresh from the Forge. <laughs> Okay, we have some tweets. I just wanted to share. This one is a little old, a little crusty around the edges because it came out 10 days ago on May 15th, but it was by Jen at Bubbly Once on Twitter. said, what tribe size PvP experience do you enjoy the most in play arc? So what are your guys' answers? I'm going to go to the um, actual tweet and see what everybody's replies were. Well, you know, I... I uh um, oh, don't do that. I That's toxic. That, but um I think <laughs> something like like a five man or something. Something small. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I gotta agree with that. Five five to six is is good. You start getting into these big tribes with ten, fifteen, twenty players and you've got you know, a handful of guys that are doing a whole lot of work and these other guys that aren't and you get into some real jealousy issues and respect issues and so you know you get you keep keep the numbers low five or six you know everybody does what needs to be done and it's a great time. So here's my rebuttal to that. I, I've been in a tribe that had at any given time of day at least fifteen people on, and in total they had I don't know like thirty forty people. Uh, well, Mac they had like sixty people in the tribe, but it like. Being, being from a mega tribe experience, having like 20 people on, and it, it it's nice. I, w I would say like a, a nice number would be like 20 people max. Because that doesn't give you too big of an advantage. Um, plus, you'll have people rotating in and out. Especially if you get people from the different parts of the, the world playing. So I, I think 20 is a good round number for PvP. Well, I mean, I can agree with that. I can agree with that totally. Uh, and it's strength in numbers, obviously, if you're in PvP. So, I mean, I can see where you'd come from th with that, you know. Um, and I suppose that it probably depends on what your objective is. I mean, if you're going after another big tribe, I'm sure you would want a big force. You know, I, 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 my thought was like a roam, where you just get some guys together and go out and just wreck a little havoc. I mean, if you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. But you're just out there being a 
goofball. Yeah, and I don't like having like so many numbers to where you can fill in a whole server with just your tribe alone. I've, I've been in situations like that, and it, it sucks trying to get onto a server like that. I suppose, yeah. But strength in yeah, numbers, right? It's PvP, I mean, what... Like you said, I mean, you don't want to be, you don't really want to overwhelm them too much. I mean, I guess, again, it depends on your objective, but uh, if you're there to PvP, again, I'm a little old school too. I mean, honestly, I, I have done like zero PvP on Ark. Well, not zero, some. But uh, not enough to say that I'm an expert, but I've done a lot of PvP in other games. And it's just, you know, I. My thing is, you know, I go out there to play against other players, and um, to me, that's what PvP is. So, you know, I, I don't want to go in there and just steamroll over somebody. Right. I, I'm, I'm there to, I know I'm going to die, probably a lot, but I want to get some kills in too, and that's that's the fun part for me. Yeah, and see, my experience is quite the opposite. Pretty much everything I did when I was still on P PS4 was PvP. And then, you know, coming over to play with you guys, it's a lot of PvE. And that the uh, the, the the official PvE, that was frustrating because it was a lot of hard work <laughs> to get those things that were stolen. And at that point, I was just like, you know what? Fuck you, I'm out. But anyway, um, the, thing that, the thing that we enjoyed doing... <laughs> The thing that we enjoyed doing, my little group of friends on the PS4, what we enjoyed doing, we, we would go find uh, dedicated server, player dedicated servers that were boosted. We would get in there in a group of three or four and work our asses off for like an hour and a half. And in an hour and a half, we could be to the point of making at least grenades, if not up to C4. I mean, and it just depended on how boosted the server was. And then we would just troll people. It would go, you know, go 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 through, find people that were either home and wait till they'd leave, and then just bust in their base and start, you know, like ransacking it or whatever, you know. But it was that was fun for me because it was, you know, a, a small group of, you know, just being buttholes. But, right. But we did have, we did play, you know, um, we did play on our own server. We had a couple of servers that each of us had, and we would play the right way on our servers but sometimes you just needed that break go have a little fun take about two three hours and go be you know go be an asshole to somebody else so, <laughs> and those guys yeah. hated it so much you know what i had an interesting conversation um with the uh ps4 pvp tribe members on ps4 chat uh i'm like just a hair's breadth away from just jumping in there but they were talking about um how uh, it looked like they were, you know, they were kind of talking about prep to uh, what they were going to do because there was uh, rumors of a big tribe coming into the server and, and uh, you know, getting ready to wipe uh, a lot of the smaller tribes that were on that particular server. And so, you know, I, I'm like, why is that okay? Are, I mean, why? <laughs> I don't get it. I, so is... <laughs> that's what mega tribes do when they get bored. <laughs> Um, they will literally go troll around, look for a low-populated server with tribes that have like two or three people, check out their bases, and if their defenses are crap, they literally will just roll up just for the hell of it, just to wipe that map, just for fun. Well, but what I'm saying is, the people that are getting wiped, why are you okay with that? Uh, you know, because for me, I, you know, and I, and I was telling them, you know, I really, um, I mean, I know how I... I how I think I feel about it, but 
I, I, I kind of wanted to be involved in something like that just to be sure that I was, you know, thinking the way I think I ought to be thinking because, you know, they were, they were all okay with it. I mean, it happens. It's part of PVP and it, uh, you know, keeps things interesting and, and so on and so forth. And I'm like, man, if I spent, you know, months building up my big metal base and yeah. taming my dinos and breeding them and, and some big tribe comes in and wipes me out, I, I would be hard-pressed to keep playing. Oh, yeah. No, it's yeah, definitely I mean, devastating just, when that happens. You know, it's just, but that's just, yeah, I don't get it. That's just me. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a with, care like, bear. <laughs> with me, you know, like, Blue has the, the mega tribe experience. I have the small tribe to solo player experience. And I liked playing solo because it was a lot easier to hide and it was a lot easier to stockpile the things that I was trying to stockpile. The One of the servers that I joined was a dedicated server, only slightly boosted, so it was still pretty close. Uh, we were on Ragnarok. I lived on a raft the entire first week of that server, and I had like eight to ten large storage boxes on the front of this raft, and every time I'd go to log out, I would just phase it through a rock where you couldn't see the storage boxes. So you'd think it's just an abandoned raft sitting there. Nobody messed with it. And mm. that entire week, I would sit and build up resources, build up stone, build up wood, build up thatch, build up building materials to where I could build the base that I wanted to build without having to stop and go collect resources and then come back to it. I could do it. I could have everything ready, sit down in one shot, bam, the base is there, ready to go. And that's what I did. I found a little, found like a, I was in the southwest corner on Ragnarok where all those little like desert looking islands are. They call it Savannah area. Mm -hmm. Um, I found a, like a rock archway that went across a, where, where the water connected or water separated two islands and I, and it had, it had some rock formations and trees right around it. And I built up in that. So flying over, you never even saw it. And then it was also right next to an oil vein. The water channel that ran through there was full of silica pearls. So the only really hard resource for me to get was crystal because I was kind of far away from it. And the closest crystal spawn was the wyvern cavern or the cave, wyvern cave. So, you know, that made that a little interesting, but, you know, I managed to make it work. But my neighbor, my closest neighbor lived about three or four islands away, did not even knew, did not even know that I existed on that server until I told him. And, like, he literally had to come look for me. And, it, I mean, it wasn't hard to find once he knew what he was looking for. But he said, man, I've flown over that thing 15 times and never even knew you were there. So, you know... <laughs> That's Wait, that's my experience from it. That, and I was uh, able I was able before before anybody even knew I was there, I was able to get into metal structures. I had uh basically a metal like just basically storage building that was so heavily defended you'd think that it was a small base. And that was where anything of value got put in there and it got and it was pretty well protected. I had my oil pump uh going so i'd have oil i had industrial forge built in next to it so all that was real like centrally located and then i had my little base and i built up and built up and built up until i was sitting really good and then um i think life happened and i didn't go back <laughs> <laughs> but you've seen how what i posted in discord today about not being uh, able to see people <laughs> oh yeah 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 esme already had it figured out 
Yes. Well, well, but the thing with that I just is, have slipped to my mind the, every freaking time I wanted to say something, but that just the ground clutter. The ground clutter thing off. is because I know that's where you're going. And <laughs> yeah, I get that. But the ground turn off ground clutter doesn't also doesn't turn off like harvestable rocks and trees, and that's what I was hitting. So oh, okay. that made a big difference. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't clear Clipping them out. I left them. Stuff. Well, it wasn't clipping into it. It was just oh, I, I was <laughs> I was kind of I was kind of like just snuggled right up in there where it was so hard to see because of all the good cover I had. Right. And I didn't I would go I had enough of that stuff away from the base, you know, just like right over the edge of the hill or whatever, you know, that wasn't far that I could go harvest that and leave my cover there. What map were you on? That's it was on Ragnarok. Tatsu and uh Twitch chat wanted to know. Yeah, it was on Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Um, I can actually um, get the coordinates of the exact spot I was in, but it's uh, southwest southwest corner of Ragnarok in the islands. There's it's out almost to the west end. There's an oil vein up on like a little plateau, and then off the plateau there's like just a beach area and there's a rock like archway that goes across the water. Uh, that's where I was snugged up against that archway. It's not really that hard. Oh, to that was your base I blew up. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. I was gone by the end. I didn't care. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're going to cover what uh, we had asked the Twitch chat, what their actual size that they would like. And um, Black Dragon Trey said 10 or solo. And, oh, I know. And then Tatsu said, I'd put my vote in the 5 to 10 size tribe. I think that's a nice size. And um, did I miss anybody up ahead? Have you guys seen anybody else's feedback? Um, I think that is pretty much agreement. Uh, okay. With the five to yeah, ten. I'd say five to ten would be nice. Yeah, too. five to I ten is most of nice, what they're saying. Yeah, I agree. So um, it looked like on Jen's uh, repl replies, forty-seven percent of those polled. Um, on her tweet was five to ten, and next it was a tie between Mega Tribe ten plus people at, with twenty percent, and then twenty percent. Theodore said, "I like five to eight. <laughs> oh, okay, Theodore said, "I like five to eight. Um, and then uh, twenty percent said duo, and then thirteen percent said solo. So that's just kind of, and I think it, it makes me wonder because we were, they are were talking about the different type of specialty servers that they want to bring in to play, and we were talking about different stuff like an all dark server. We thought that'd be kind of like do a Looney Luminan type of server, like he he makes on our unofficials. You like turn everything dark. Um, we thought that kind of be a neat one, and then like um, keeping the tribe small, like they're doing on the beginner PvP ones. That's you know, it's interesting. I like the fact that they seem to be kind of testing the community to see like where our interests drive, and maybe using that information to build um, new ideas for the different kind of server types they want to toss out to us. So I think that's. A little bit of foreshadowing. I hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, maybe. me too. I think that'd be cool. That'd be something yeah. I'd do. Yeah, definitely. So then our next tweet was, if you didn't know, I was so excited. I never, like when we used to say evolution events are now active, you know, we were always, I was always spending all my time in unofficial and now I see the, I feel the excitement. I'm like, yes, an evolution <laughs> event. 
Because, like, we need a doe and I'm like, I am not going to screw around with a doe <laughs> on this 1% stuff. I'm waiting for an evolution event. So I'm excited. So this week, um, there's an evolution event that's now active. Now, today, 525 to 2018, we have the evolution event, and it, it lasts through May 28th, 2018. And that is two times taming, harvesting, and XP on all platforms. So that's exciting. And yeah, you, you, you see that, and you're like, you're like... The gods must love me. <laughs> I know. I felt a little like, oh, you know, it was total. Oh, yeah, it was Christmas being a little kid all over again. And um, also on May 24th, um, Play Arc Mobile tweeted out, Today we launched a preview of Arc Survival Evolved open to all Canadian players on iOS. Who will help us stress test the final stages? If you are Canadian and have an iPhone 7 or higher, click there so apparently they have their information thank you whoever added that link so. i just put that in there thank you so yep there's a sign i'm up close for that. to canada goon hook yeah goon hook to dinner show notes and you can probably put it in our twitch i will copy it and paste it i signed up for it yay um all right so we're <laughs> gonna move into some patch notes uh ps4 and xbox it looked to be the same you guys got your tlc two and and you're catching up to where we are on pc um, PCs in 27.282. Um, Johnny pasted it up, put it in for me. Uh, May 22nd, it was released. Major Primitive Plus updates with a number of fixes, incorporation of major base game patches, as well as full total conversion functionality, and including engrams on Aberration and Scorched Earth. And they got the TLC Dino stuff added to I, I did read a post on that with the Primitive Plus. And fixed uh, fix for Dino starving when they have access to food. And I I figured that that was happening like we lost, I we lost like a dino like one or two dinos on our official server just magically disappeared. It's just that they died, but it didn't. Nothing killed it, and I wonder if that's why. Killed by death. Killed by death. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't starve or anything, huh? Yeah, it's so stupid. It didn't say why they died. It was just they died. Um, and then a uh, bag size limit increased to six hundred slots. Nice. And for now, one when time, they say the the bag size limit, is that talking about like your your personal inventory or like because that's what drops on the ground is the bag. The bag, so, yeah. I feel hmm. like it's your bag. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say that. I is guess that my, the only bag I've ever known. I would assume it's yours. Your bag. Hmm. But that's amazing because it used to be what two fifty, three hundred. I thought was it three hundred? Yeah, I think now, you lightweighted at three hundred. Eh, maybe. And um, it says, yeah, so bag size limit limit increased to 600 slots and forced one-time mine wipe due to recent balance changes. Ooh. And that was nice. That was See, nice. I love, their, I love the vagueness of the patch notes. Like, it's always ma- so major vague. Major primitive right? plus update with a number of fixes. What did you fix? We don't you know. know. <laughs> Come on. There's so Get many with... things that were wrong. We already had this figured couldn't... out, remember? Because yeah, it'd be don't... like uh, waiting for everybody to talk about all those... Uh, um, glitches that they is it this glitch or is it this glitch or is it that glitch <laughs> meanwhile they're taking notes yes yeah. alright so Johnny you're going to get us started talking about this latest community crunch 131 that's right on May 22nd Primitive Plus received a major update with a number of fixes incorporation of major base game patches as well as full total conversion functionality including ingrams on aberration and scorched earth the update included the creatures from TLC 1 and 2, the Rex, Procopter, Gigantopithecus, Did he cut, about, cut out for yeah. anybody else? Yeah, he what? cut out for me. 
Go, keep fixed. going. You cut out for us. Oh, because I had to scroll down. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Gigantopithecus, direwolf, direbear, Argentavis, Parasaur, Raptor, Sarcosuchus, Spinosaur, and Triceratops. And I'm sure I murdered the names of those things very nicely. Thank you very much. <laughs> the update <laughs> added previously missing primitive plus ingrams to the Ark expansion's aberration scorched earth, as well as missing saddles to previously released creatures. Non-primitive items have been removed from Scorched Earth and Aberration Drops, and the Hazard Suit has been added to the Advanced Work work Bend, no, it's Advanced Work Bench in Aberration. These changes now allow for a Primitive Plus experience on both of ARC's expansion packs. Very cool. So I guess that kind of explains their vague patch notes. Well, you know, and back when we were on Primitive Plus here what's it been three months ago or something uh, at that time everybody was pretty concerned about you know these fixes yeah for scorched earth and aberration so it kind of you know it was a i guess a long time coming but uh it's there now and um good for them absolutely all right who is next that'd be me that would be goon i want to hear i want to hear southern goon no <laughs> PC player will receive a free fourth mind wipe with this last patch. The mind wipe was conducted due to changes that were made in our last patch regarding the altering of weight values of armor. In the interest of fairness, they wanted us they wanted to allow us to redo our characters to compensate for the altered weights of those armor sets. This free mind wipe will come to console in the patch that was correlates with these weight changes, which will be mentioned in retrospective console patch notes threads. And that last time. I think that was Georgia Goon. Hey. <laughs> Johnny Goon was supposed to do that part. <laughs> that, was either, that was either Georgia Goon or Arkansas Goon. <laughs> he wanted to give a southern accent a try, Goon did. That's where his roots are from. Oh, too funny. All right, no, my well. roots are from people who talk like this. Yes, they talk yes. slow and relaxed no matter what you say. This Aww. is all they do. It's the total opposite <laughs> of me then. I'm like... <laughs> Something like that. But what... what, what That's kind all we over here. Amazing, I know, right? What kind of an amazing day was going on in France, Mr. Phil? Hey, Koch Media France Arc Day. Koch Media has hosted a private arc-themed community event in Paris. The Arc Day event took place on Thursday, May 24th from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. and they gave away 10 tickets for lucky Arc fans. Lead community manager and associate producer Jet was present at the event alongside influencers and Koch to greet Arc fans. This past Thursday, May 25th, the community team held their second bi-weekly live stream. Zen Rowe, Chris, and Jen covered Arc News modding, Arc News, and modding. This week, they reviewed the Arc Mod Saddle Emporium and Arc Map Crystal Isles. They are still accepting any type of Arc-related fan art to be featured in the showcase section of the stream, and entries are always open. This can be drawings, videos, builds, Ansel screenshots, handmade crafts, anything Arc-related. You can submit your Arc work to our streaming email address at arcfans at studiowildcard.com. Okay, Goon, you were asking us earlier if any of us saw the stream. So, did you see the stream? I didn't get a chance. I was asking if anyone else did. Oh, uh, I did. I didn't follow it through all the way. I listened all the way up to when they were talking about Jay, um, the guy, Jay, who joined them. The PvP guy? 
Yeah, PvP guy. He played mostly what PS4 console or console PvP. That's for what I I um, got from it. But um, I do feel like this week's stream was more. Um, it started out a little bit, you know, slow. I still think, um, bless your heart, Kudakor, you, you try, you really try to give it a go, but you need someone with a little bit more pizzazz. I still feel like that. Um, and Jen and I think um, Zen did really good, and I feel like they had more of an itinerary of what was going on in the show, and it was nice for Jen to like say that straight up, like, "Hey, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do this." And and we're going to do this and we're going to talk about this. That was nice. So I feel like they're making improvements and they're going to find their groove. Um, and it was neat for them to bring in Jay and they, they did their coverage. They talked about, um, Zen talked about the, um, the saddle emporium mod. And then they walked did a walk through over the crystal Isles map, which is absolutely stunning. And I remember we were checking that map out like a year and a half ago and it was not even anywhere near done. I think it was in the beginning part so um they do a really good job on that map so and that is um you can download that as a mod and put that on your server um so that is one of the um arc spotlighted or arc sponsored mod maps too so but i, I enjoyed the stream i didn't get to watch the whole thing but the cool thing is, is you can still go back and watch the streams right from their twitch so if you didn't get to catch it you can still go back and watch it so which is cool to do if you're like a pc player or something like me or i don't know if you, you got your computer or tv near you that you can go i don't know if they don't if they upload it to a youtube channel because that would be handy but i enjoyed it and it was nice um the j streamer dude he actually covered a lot of like beginning pvp tips and i really liked his model he did um he did like a pyramid style base a small pyramid and he rotated uh, species x plants and turrets in the little nooks and crannies of the pyramid and it was sweet um so he it looked cool it was something that like a solo or a duo team could easily pull off and the plants i feel kind of helped to give it coverage um you know, like a ground clutter kind of a thing. Cause it, but you know, if you're flying over, um, it, you know, it would be like, why are there like 20 species X? But if you're flying over, it's probably a little too late depending on how high you were. So, but it, it would look like a really sweet little build. So I thought it was cool. So definitely check that out if you wanted to get some tips on that. And it was nice. It was nice that they are not just uh, catering to PC players, that they have actively chosen to spread it out between their console communities and their PC communities. I really like that too, because that's something that we've tried to do and we've struggled with is being able to have a voice for console players too, because we're spoiled with all of our mods and all the stuff that we get to do that we kind of don't know what it feels like. So it's cool that like Fell has jumped over and tried out PS4, that Johnny has PS4 experience, and Blue has Xbox experience and ARC. So it's cool to have those voices represented. So that's my thoughts. Did any of you guys get to see it yet? I didn't get to see it, but I would sure like to. I'm glad that there's a, you know, a, I don't know what they call those, but being able to go back and watch it, that, that'd be cool. I need to do that. Yeah, it's right from their channel. You just go right to Survive the Arc um, on their Twitch, and it's under their video tab. Is right, that the cool. those things like middle of the day? Yeah, that's the second part. Yeah. It's not good for people who work um, during the day. So if you're a second or third shifter, you might be able to catch it. So I live about 40 minutes away from their studio, I believe. Really? And their stream time is around 1 p.m. my time. Yes. And so oh, no, no, no. I don't 
get to watch it. I mean, I could go back. I, I just I didn't know you could. So I have not seen it yet. Um, Tatsu and Twitch chat said, I've seen S Plus on PC and watched vids on it. And if it comes to console, console players are going to freak the hell out. And hopefully when we get it. It's so true, Tatsu. You guys are just going to be like... Like, well, ask Johnny. Like, when you finally got to... He just recently crossed over from PS4 and got to experience mods and stuff. Like, what are your thoughts? Oh, man. Well, I kind of, like, further down in the show notes, you'll see I got something posted. I'm going to talk about it then. But just, you know... And he cut out again. Poor yeah. guy. Oh, I don't know if he Stop cut out or if parts. he was scrolling. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me now? We love you, Johnny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> The um, playing with mods in general has been awesome, but as far as S Plus, that's what the stock building pieces should have been to begin with. That's just in my I opinion. Agree. On it. But yeah, I got, I'm gonna go a little further in depth with it here in a few minutes. I got something. Sounds else. good. Well, you know, and down honestly, the, down, Blue, down the pipe. Like, there. When you started playing with us, uh, when you started playing with us on the uh, Ragnarok server and on that cluster, uh, I mean, it was the same way for you. It was like, holy crap. <laughs> it was just amazing. Uh, I mean, it was kind of cool listening to you uh, experience it for the first time. Uh, the streamer that they had on, I just want to let you guys know, you can follow him on Twitter, or on Twitch, on Twitter, and it's at J-E-X-23. It was J-X-23 on Twitter. At some point, didn't they say they were going to add S-plus into the game? Yeah, that's the whole point, because yeah. it's one of the ARC-sponsored mods, and they've kind of taken some, um, like, flavors from it, I want to say. Like, I've noticed stuff where it's not clipping as bad as it was when I first started playing. Like, there's a little, it's a little more forgiving. I've noticed that on building and stuff. So I feel, and then, you know, like, when we go to play stuff right now, and it kind of highlights green, and it shows, like, a little... Um, demarcation of what way it's going to go. I feel like it's better that way. So I don't know if they've gotten some of that TLC um, from um, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it started with an S but the S plus dude. But yeah. We should totally email them see if they'll respond to us for no reason. Mm. <laughs> well it, it, I'm sure they might. They have in the past responded to us so I don't feel like it's too hard to reach out. But, um, yeah, so where were we? We were talking about, oh, yeah, the Coke Media, right? Or Coach Media. So they had an event in France. So that's cool that they're... Because I know, like, especially coming from World of Warcraft land, like, um, a lot of the non... Um, North America kind of uh, peeps that played always felt left out because we always had everything catered to us over here. And I like the fact that they like, cause um, Jat is his roots are across the pond. And I feel that that's cool that they're doing stuff over there too for Ark. So it's not so um, just, you know, all over here in North America. <laughs> I think it's neat that they, they still offer this cool stuff for their, for their community. That's cool. All right, Mr. Blue, what do you got for us? All right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> I'm scrolled way too high up. The Great Migration number three. Once again, it is time for them to remove some lower population Legacy Arc servers on PC, Xbox, <laughs> and PlayStation 4 from our official Legacy Network. Over time, the ARC population has migrated from Legacy to non-Legacy, and in, it, in its wake has left many servers with low populations for 0 to 1 players in significant amount of cases. Here is a quick breakdown on this process. 
works. I'm assuming it's supposed to say on how this process... Oh, it does say that. I just read it wrong. Okay, so <laughs> the breakdown is um, taking low pop servers with calculations based on sustained player count, as well as the popularity of the game mode, they will be removing lower population legacy servers, most of which retain only zero to one player concurrent population. So, yikes. These servers will be taken offline on June 12th. Any existing server that is not considered a low pop server and is taken down at this time will still exist on the legacy network. So if it's not on the list that we will, we actually have the link included in the show notes. Um, legacy servers will continue to remain on a separate cluster from the new clusters, which means that you will not be able to transfer anything between legacy servers and new servers, like the existing ones that there are still left behind. You still can't move nothing then. When they have included, or we have included a link in the show notes that will take you to a complete list of the legacy servers that will be deleted on June 12th. You have from now until then to move your belongings onto a server not present on the list. So you can click on the link in the show notes. You can find it on survivethearc.com. And you can like probably search legacy PC kill list because little panda had posted it. And I'm sure he also probably have has tweeted it on Twitter. So um, and they are all separated by platform. So you don't have to kind of sift through all three platforms to find if you are on that specific and affected legacy server. So do you guys have anything to say about that? It's kind of crazy. But <laughs> I've noticed a lot of people coming from legacy servers onto these fresh servers like the one we play on right now or that I've been playing on. Uh, Yogi posted, uh, do we need a moment of silence? We do need a moment <laughs> of silence. Okay. So, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I was on uh, the legacy servers when the game first launched, and the tribe, I was in that mega tribe, and we had made a decision that we wanted to switch over when the game fully released. And we did, and we we kind of split it up. We tried to maintain our old base, and um, we were doing really good on Ragnarok. We we're on Alpha Hill. We had a bunch of tames. We we're breeding our gigas, and one guy decided to log in to check on our base, and some random dude had like fifty dinos outside our old base and was trying to raid us while we weren't there. <laughs> it kind of sounds like what Falloon was just talking about earlier. <laughs> Right. Like, yeah, but they couldn't just... It had to be somebody, because legacies are cut off from the world, though, right? So it was somebody yeah, it was... from that server that was... Yeah. Well, I mean, you could still transfer from legacy to legacy, so it might have been somebody oh. we wiped a long time ago. I didn't know you could but... travel through legacies. I thought they were, like, completely on their own stem. Mm -mm. No, you, mm. you could still travel to legacy to legacy. It's just, it was confined within the legacy servers. You couldn't go outside of them. Interesting. <laughs> it almost to me it almost feels like uh in Fortnite when the storm starts closing in, you know, and it pushes the circle closer and closer. Yeah. And so you get your players get pushed into the same area. That feels like what they're doing as as the population dwindles on servers, they start combining them into one, you know, one server so that you know, like it's like the storm pushing them together so they, you know, it's like they're trying to make them fight or something. Well, the action. The worst part is is like since we caught them he was in the base, but we had like five people jump on immediately and just wiped a guy. But it was it was just funny that he even tried it. Go that for broke, funny. man. Right? Get your kicks while it's hot. <laughs> Speaking of, I was eating a cracker, so that's why I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm over here like chewing like a speed demon. Um, all right. Guess what time it is, goon? Guess what time it is? It's time for you to try to read the scientific word for. Well, hello there. Look at you being all sexy, staring at me with those hungry eyes, like you could just eat me up. So come on down to Dinosaur City. We can help you. To help yourself, pick the title that's right for you. And remember, we have a special every week, and this week's special is... The Copy. Wow, <laughs> oh, you stinker! You so stinky, it's so bad. <laughs> One of the smallest predators on the island. Coppus agnathus. Curious... Uh, Curio... Sicaris can be seen as a pet, a pest, or a threat. While alone, Capasagnathus is not dangerous or aggressive in larger packs. However, it remembers its underlying carnivorous nature. After a group of Capasagnathus, okay, after a group of Capasagnathus, Capasagnathus grown to a certain size or pack. Mentality always seems to embolden them to attack. For some reason, Cubsagnathus is not naturally afraid of humans. Rather, it seems to be quite curious about humans and their instruments of survival. They tend to be drawn toward humans out of curiosity and then call their pack mates to help explore their discovery. They usually they usually leads them to the aforementioned pack aggression with dangerous results. Now you know why we call them compies. Compies. Oh, domesticated the Capsonagthus. Uh huh. That's so easy, is it? <laughs> you don't even have the word breakdown this time. I think it's because you had to say it like five times within like the teeny tiny paragraph. It was hilarious. Capsonagthus. Capsonagthus. Yeah, you would be a pro by now. Capsonagthus. Capsonagthus. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What what dinosaur are we talking about? The Compsognathus gain increasingly significant attack power and speed when close proximity to other Compsognathuses. As, <laughs> as their pack aggression takes over their behavior. Additionally, their distress call carries quite far, rapidly alerting the tribe and its pets to danger more efficiently and increasing the likelihood of forming a so-called Compy Gang. That's only a copy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I like think this? it might be a copy. I feel like that's a true down. That's hilarious. Oh gosh! Uh, all right, we get tips from the Toto decks, and our first one is: if you get a thousand or so level three hundred copies, they could take on a Giga. That would be interesting to try. Hmm. Sounds like something Faloon might do on his board day. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Put them in a pen. Two. Put them all in wander. Oh, hey, Cricket! Cricket's going to join us when he got back from seeing Deadpool 2! I was going to say, that's like the second time he said something. Yeah, I said something <laughs> like 15 minutes ago. talked before. It must have been eating a cracker or something. Must have well, been. Sorry, must have been. Well, you were also already yapping for a while, so I couldn't say hi when I, I came in. You, you know, you don't know how that is at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> he's my talkie, he's my, my talkie bro right here, him and I. We can conquer the world with our mouth. <laughs> We're talkies. Um, 
yeah, so hey, welcome, man. I didn't even know you came on. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, that's uh, right. so our, our number tip from uh, dododex.com is they're the chihuahuas of the dinosaur world. The chihuahuas. The chihuahuas. 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 And you have the third tip from dododex.com. Well, there's one. War will slowly spawn in. They won't attack you in less than a group of two or more. The bigger the crowd, the more damage they do. Ain't that the truth? And they always so, make that creepy ass little noise. Like you run up and you're just doing your thing and you hear <laughs> and you're like, Oh, what's that? You're like, oh shit. <laughs> and you look down and it's just like staring at you, like boggled, like, hey. And then it's like waiting for backup. And you're like, oh dude. And then all of a sudden there's backup. All of a sudden. See, that's the rookie mistake. Whenever I hear that noise, I immediately go to the pike and start swinging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just spin in circles. I don't, I don't give him time for the backup <laughs> to get there. I'm taking him out now. That is so crazy. So I got a question. We all, you know, you have the tips from the Dodo Dex. What is probably the funniest Dodo Dex tip you've ever seen? Because I've got a good one, but I'll, I want to hear everybody else's first. One of the funniest ones? Yes. I don't know. I wouldn't remember. Couldn't even tell you. I think I remember seeing one for one of the, the, the bigger predators, and it was something like, you know, the, the bola is useful for this, you know, not for, for hitting the, you know, not for like hitting the T-Rex, but for hitting your, your friends that he gets caught instead. The, the funniest one I've ever seen was talking about taming a Giga, and it said, it said, the the most efficient way to tame a giga is to bend over, spread your legs and butt cheeks, and prepare for impact. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been a car, though. When I, when I saw that, when I, I just I had to stop. I was, I, I was like, no, I'm done. Um, we have uh, Tatsu said, in quotes, level 287 compi killed your level to Pterodon was hilarious. <laughs> that is that does sucky. That does suck a lot. Um, he said, only thing I can really remember about my tribe mates was that we had a Giga named Compi and a Compi named Giga. That is, that's funny. That is funny. You have been killed yeah, by Compi. And, yeah. Uh, Tatsu also threw in there, he said another one for the Giga was, you don't have to be fast, just faster than your tribe mates. <laughs> that is true. Um, Ravenet from Twitch said, um, Tuso, the Tuso, someone mentioned stealing a bunch of black pearls from a tribe to tame some up. The next post was someone bitching about having their pearls stolen. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Too funny. That was too funny. Oh, no. Gosh. Um, well, um, Tammy Method is knockout and prefer food as raw prime meat. And humans can carry them. And you can also mount them on your shoulders. I think the biggest complaint I've heard from many people that have compies is that they're just kind of... They end up just being like meat guzzlers. <laughs> like once you knock one out and then you run around with it. Especially, I guess, if you're on official and you don't have high rates or like a spoiled with like fr- freezer troughs that don't let things that are spoil rates are like so um, down that it does not affect it. But like on official, a lot of people like don't like to have them as pets because it's sometimes w- when you're starting out, it's hard enough to get meat coming in until you get like a Rex or a pack of aloes or carnos or whatever something that's efficient with meat farming well that you're just hey, kind of like i don't want to get that damn copy because it's well, the, gonna be the, like an extra mouth to feed something kind of something i need to throw in there real quick on the taming on those it's not that their preferred preferred food is only is raw prime you can only tame them with raw prime yes you they can. will yeah. not tame with anything else yeah that was the yeah. biggest problem mm-hmm. that i had you know, you know if you're playing without stacking mods because you, you not only have to find a decent level one and then knock it out in their uh, 
their torpor rate drops like really quickly. They only stay asleep for like you know two minutes, um, and then you have to go in and get prime. So you have to find one that's close enough to the prime source because your prime is going to you know, go away in what is it three minutes I think, um, and so you know so you have to knock it out, get the prime, and get it on there without it waking up. And it's just a pain in the ass for what it's worth. Right. Go grab a uh, Titan boa after you find your your compy. Drop the tit- the dead Titan boa, by the way. Knock it out. Get your prime. Simple. Well, there you go. Yeah. That it's is over. that. I I hear you, man. Because that's what I like to do whenever I have a bunch of trank arrows on me, and I can't really. I know that I can't take on a dino that's like stalking my my base. Is I will knock it out from a distance and then ch- hop down and chop that little sucker up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that, like the most that's, efficient way for me not to it, get my hands dirty. <laughs> that that's the most efficient way for me not to get killed is what that yeah, is. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, damn, I just really those dinosaurs are so annoying, but I know that I'll just walk up on it and it'll be like pop 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 and I'll be like dead. So I like I'll sit back and just trink the shit out of it, knock it out, and then go hacksaw it up. Cha, 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 cha. So yeah, I'm with you, Fel. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> Hey, Tatsu, I don't really feel like the compy is worthless. I just don't feel like that its pros outweigh its cons. The juice is not worth the squeeze like Fosa. Right, yeah. right. I mean, if you could get, if you could get a pack of them at high level, like you know, like every time about uh, the thousand level three hundred compies take on a Giga. I mean, a small pack of them that are decently high level, they're good in a fight. But for the trouble you have to go through to get a pack of them. I mean, you could just as easily get like a Rex, you know. Could could I guess it depends on how where you're at, where you are living on the map, and what level you are, and how much patience you have, true, and how much uh, access to prime meat you have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The only time I use them is my maze. Your maze, oh my god, your maze. That was maze is amazing. I made that a maze a while ago, and uh, you had to go through it naked, and there were copies running through there, dialogues running through there. They made it for an interesting maze. You know, That's just evil. I hope you've been resting that golden voice of your goon because it's time to tackle Scarlet's diary. Foe is out spending time loving up on his wife, and he's left us, you know, without a Scarlet diary voice. So Goon is going to step in. So if you want to, you know, gargle with some salt water, Dear Papa Lawson. Oh, you're going to love it. Papa Lawson, because I'll uh, get it, get it nice and warmed up. Because here is the intro. If you're in the mood to kick back and munch on some kibble and drink some old luminance crazy concoctions while listening to a great tale, you've come to the right place, I reckon. This is The Scarlet Fury Diaries. Dear Diary, I have been very busy studying the future <laughs> of Ark and... Robert has been helping tremendously. It's nice to have someone like him around who is kind, handsome, and shares my same passion for the creatures of the island. Though I enjoy all the travel with Robert, it would be nice to settle down somewhere and solidify a relationship in a physical sense. But while in studies, we found the Esme. The Esme is perhaps one of the most interesting creatures I've ever studied. It manages to combine characteristics of leader, mother bear, troll, and dung beetle. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Nailed it. I want this on my, my headstone when I die someday. <laughs> oh my god. The most interesting thing about this creature is its ability to rally large groups of other creatures to its cause. <laughs> when you run into a wild Esme, be extremely careful not to make it angry. Because once provoked, the Esme and all of its friends will pounce on you and devour you alive. <laughs> like Do, not, Do not, under any circumstance, interfere with Esme's offspring. Because, much like the tire bear, it will rip your face off. Once enraged, this creature will hunt you down again and again until you admit defeat. The Esme cannot be tamed. In fact, it's more likely to tame you. <laughs> this isn't a bad thing, however, because there's never a dull moment with this creature around. The Esme has lots of little quirks, <laughs> has strong survival instincts, and will leave its friends behind to save itself. <laughs> <laughs> It is easily spooked and will scream and cackle at random intervals. <laughs> a little scattered, the Esme has been known to leave its resources all around the island. The Esme is also obsessed with picking up poop. <laughs> so it's not advised to keep it around animals such as the Fiomas. This creature has a mischievous streak and is known to pull hilarious pranks on its friends. Such as filling their inventory with poop that it has picked up along the way. Now, all in all, the Esme is a fascinating creature, and it's well worth your while to get tamed by. Aww. Yours, yours truly, Scarlet Fury. That is amazing, Scarlet. That, uh, that I is, love it. You rock. Very good. Aww. She's got your number. Cool. I love it. I know. I felt like, damn, Scarlet knows me so well. Thank you so much. I <laughs> good love job, it. Scarlet. I, oh, I, I enjoyed writing it. It was so much fun to write it. Thank you. <laughs> Our Twitch dad said, why does Scarlet sound like a panicky Nathan Lane being a queen? <laughs> 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 and uh, Theo Dork said it sounds like Thor trying to be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. And Mater says, so Thora? That is, that's awesome. They're Thank just you, Scarlet. Oh, no problems. They're just jealous. <laughs> you're gonna start talking like this at work next week and people are just gonna be like mm, okay luminin will wish he's still working with you crazy all right fell well we pre-recorded fell's tip because his modem has been a douche canoe but so far by the grace of rated arc um twitch magical people in twitch chat all of their their loving power fell has kept you, your motive <laughs> working so you get to actually share your admin tip the majestic admin tip live live so here we go okay so I play on uh, Yogi's Vanguard on Yogi's Yogi's uh, server, and uh, you know that's where I'm getting all my PS4 experience. And then, of course, there's a lot of uh, other people in CR that are kind of helping me out with these things. So, anyway, something I noticed on PS4, and maybe because the the server pop was so low that not enough areas were active. I don't I don't really know, but the Dino population was slowly dwindling to a point I was basically required to travel from my starter base in Viking Bay to like well over the hill by like where the beavers are and stuff like that and it's just to get meat for my dinos. So the uh, the quote unquote fix for this was 
for this issue was using a console command and destroy wild dinos. So basically it, it triggered a respawn of all the wild dinos on the map and it looked like we were going to have to do this about once a week or so uh, to keep a good dino population with the number of players that, that were on. Um, <clears throat> so you really, one of the things you really need to ask in global chat if anyone is taming a dino or something and, and wait until they're finished or it'll cure their untamed dino. Um, the other thing that this is this is, could be good for is let's say uh, they introduce a new dino and uh, they're not spawning on the map yet. So you can uh, run this this uh, destroy wild dinos console command and um, when the dinos start respawning uh, you know you'll start getting your your new dinos. So pretty cool little command. Another big yeah, thing that's, is um, that's something we've been having to do on the Amissa map because of up until this update because of the uh, they're the dino spawn, yeah, they overspawn, and so you go up to where like the mountain wyverns are, and there's like 300 brontos all up in like a freaking AA meeting up there, you know. So, <laughs> and uh, they can't move, they can't, they can't get away. And I noticed it's not just there. There was another spot that where, um, like the ants, the 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 walking ants and the flying ants were spawning. I mean, like if you want to chitin, you could get your fill right there because there was a, at least 300 of them right here in this one little group. That, that's and kind of it's, uh, typical of a new a new map. I mean, that Mortem 2 Pie map we were on. I mean, it, it's reminiscent of that. <laughs> I remember the uh, the fish that were in the in the pool there. There were so many of them for a while. But a, a big thing to remember is there's a destroy wild dinos. There's also, I believe, a destroy all dinos. Uh, make sure you don't get them <laughs> yeah, mixed up. You don't want to get those two names also. Because yeah, it'll definitely it, all dinos will be gone. Taming, yeah, taming that's included. not good. Can you do rollbacks on like the PS4? That's a good question, Johnny. Um, ro uh, I don't want to say yes, <laughs> but I don't want to say no. <laughs> Maybe Yogi um, in our Twitch chat might know too. He might know. I believe <laughs> I believe you can. Um, if on like a dedicated server, I believe you can. Not probably to the oh, extent of like no. on PC. No? Okay. I didn't remember. Oh, now, like, the, the only rollbacks I've seen on PS4 I thought you could. The Giga jumps out at me and I fall over backwards. I think Yogi and Tatsu, I think they said no, and Trey said that you can. So it's a definite maybe. So it's a yeah. definite maybe. <laughs> now, I know, like, if you do, like, a Nitrado, like, server for the PS4, I believe you could probably do them that way, but yeah, I don't think on a dedicated. Would. Yeah. But I'm not sure 100% because I don't think I've ever had to do one. Oh, okay, and Tatsu said you can do a dashboard and restart it like a uh, minute tops. Yeah, okay. Uh, See, okay. that will that will actually work. You can you can basically like uh, what he means is basically just kill the app on the PlayStation without letting it save, and it will roll back to the last time the server saved. But that's as far as you're going to get. Oh, you're not going to be able to go back okay. to a previous save. Yeah, that's, where we can yeah. on Nitrado, we can go back a few and pick, but you can't do it. Like back to back, like once you do it, it's a little wonky after that. So you just really got to know what you're picking, and then cross your fingers. Right. So if it takes you a minute to get a hold of the admin, I guess you're just out of luck. Right. Did you ever? Did you already cover your facial hair? I went. I no. Potty um, okay. I, cool. Because this is so cool. I did not know this was a thing. So. Yeah, you can. Um, so uh, 
a couple of fun commands I wanted to bring up, uh, which should really be, I, and I haven't tried it on, on uh, PS4 yet, but uh, it should be accessible on all platforms. I don't know why they wouldn't be. But uh, they are uh, set head hair percent and set facial hair percent. Uh, both of these commands do just what they say. So one of them instantly grows the hair on your head and the other one on your face. And the uh, the arguments for those are a number value from 0 to 1, where 1 equals 100% hair growth. So, yeah, I mean, you, you get in there and you don't want to be bald, just, you know, set hair, head hair percent uh, space 1, and boom, you've got all your hair. That is awesome. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, and you can also access styles. So uh, um, you you would use uh, set head hair style and set facial hair style. And um, the interesting thing here is I believe that even female characters, unless that was just a glitch here a while back, can have, uh, you can use set face facial hair style. <clears throat> so, I mean, that would be, I don't know, I'd just probably be something fun to do. A big old hairy beard on a, a yeah, female character. Yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> But I'd be provoked one time when we were on uh, Pr uh, Prometheus's Ragnarok. I don't uh -huh. know how he got it, but his female character ended up with a mustache. <laughs> Go figure. That, how uh, did he do? He gave himself who? I, he didn't do it. It just started growing. Oh, it just started growing? Yeah. Wow, it, it was, was like really he was weird, a chia yeah. pet. <laughs> well, because I know, I know even as a female character, you can give yourself a beard and all that. If you actually trim your beard and set a hairstyle, then it will grow back. With that oh, funny. beard style, <laughs> I, think, I think I did that on Prim Plus with my with my female. And I know, it, I think you can also, um, I think there's also a command where you can change like the body proportions too. But it's, I, I think I remember reading it was kind of complicated in how it was set up. Yeah, it's basically like you're doing the command, and then the the zero to one is the percentage of the slider, so it made it kind of wonky to figure out but well just always put all, put the slider all the way to the right yeah <laughs> what the chia pal <laughs> um, but so the the uh, arguments for uh set head hair style and set facial hair style are is just a number from zero to seven uh, each representing a style and uh you can find a list of those on the wiki awesome and tatsu said he was going to share a few in the um twitch chat he said it was set baby age um dash one equals adult and set set imprint quality one equals 100 but i'll copy them and put them in the um in our show notes and yep. then um theodore, we, we covered that a couple of shows ago oh by okay <laughs> uh, theodore 1979 said the um sa companion has great copy and paste commands for xbox um they use that more than they do dodo for that thing so that's yeah cool. I, and there's something I want to throw in there. The um, the SA Companion is supposed to have, be set up, like you're supposed to be able to have the PlayStation app on your phone and op and connect it to your PlayStation and use it like a second screen or for like text entry. And you're supposed to be able on, on SA Companion to be able to just click the command that you want to use and it put it in the PlayStation app and send it to the PlayStation. So like oh, the long cool. commands with, with, the, with the, the complete, you know, path to the blueprint you could just click it and it would send it but there's something in the way that wildcard coded the text entry on the playstation that it doesn't actually transmit through it you can't actually type on your phone and it show up on the screen but it was the, the functionality was supposed to be there that'd be cool if they could get that working <laughs> 
for console. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, oh, I mean it works. It works outside of Arc. If you have the PlayStation app and you connect um, your 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 mobile to your PlayStation as like a second screen or whatever, anytime you bring up a text box like a text entry box on the PlayStation, you can actually use your phone to type the stuff in. It's just something inside of the programming of Arc that is blocking that. Hmm. I didn't know that on the PS PlayStation. Yeah, and it, I only remembered it because somebody mentioned the uh, the SA Companion app, and that was where I learned about it. Yeah. I think that's the app of which this uh, show does not speak. Oh. Correct. <laughs> it is. It is a e- even though I, there's an app like that? Even though I, I do use there's it. for that. Yeah, I've seen more and more people um, pick that one up, too, or they use them both. Yeah, but I have, why I have don't, them both. Why don't that, we speak that one has a few features that Dota Dex, unfortunately, oh, is not. Oh, he's just kidding. <laughs> He's just oh. oh, right. Well, I think it's I like time. that one. The, the oh, reason wait, that the reason that we that we we stopped yes, speaking of it oh, right. is um the creator had it seemed I don't know if he actually did it, but it seemed like he had basically stolen Dodo Dex's stuff when it first came oh, out. That's it right. was the exact same. I think little, it was the uh, that's a different graphics. one, though, right? Oh, I thought that well, was oh, that the one. graphics. Yeah, like there was they were getting a little shysty. Yeah, I remember that now because Dan from Dodo Dex had to call him out on it because that's messed up but yeah so we don't we 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 don't really ever you know talk about it because they were being a little shysty yeah like I, said, I, I do there are a few features in that one that i do like yeah yep um all right well it's time for esby's got name do you got name here we go you know, if we're going to do this thing, we need to come up with a name, something yeah, I know. something catchy, something... I've been thinking about it. Electric. It's, it's like... I don't know. So what about... What about... Hey, this is the the my segment where I help you come up with a fancy, shiny, amazing name using a fantasy name generator and uh, to help you name your clan or your tribe or whatever you need to name because, you know, sometimes we're just like, meh, what am I going to name this? So here are some of this week's rando tribe clan names. The first one By the way, I, I like that. I like that that name generator. I, I actually went and looked at it. There is it's so much more than just it's like amazing. tribe names. You can come up with like it's got wyvern names on there. Yeah. It's got like I mean anything you can think of. It's there. It is awesome. So that's something to definitely check out if you're if you're um special in the naming department. <laughs> How about names for Kapsagmathus? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are dino names too. So, um, but here we go. Tribe names from the fantasynamegenerator.com. Winged Predators, Damned Discipline, Abandoned Gods, Rage of the Depraved, Butchers of the Honest, Rebels of the Wolves, Rumors of the Talon. That's kind of interesting. Rumors of the Talon. <laughs> Wrecking Bow. I came in like a wrecking bow. <laughs> I was so waiting for that for, me for some reason. <laughs> I came in like a wrecking bow. Good one, good one. Water Light. And last but not least, Ebon Stars. So there you go. We haven't heard if anybody's used these names yet. So if you... Man, but check our, our show notes at RatedArc.com. If you can't find a name, get your name on. Get your name on. 
Yeah, on the on on the Mrs. server, uh, my tribe is the charfish that we charfish. had the last time. <laughs> I went with it, man. I can't remember what name it was, but it was one of the names from the the other show. Is the one that I had done on on Mrs. Also. Awesome. Um. Oh, I remember. It was the. Um, what are you guys' favorites? It's, it's right there right now. What are your guys' favorites on this I'm, one? I'm still digging the Wrecking Bow. Wrecking Bow. I kind of like Abandoned Gods. It's pretty neat. Yeah. They're the damn disciplined. I like rumors I, of the talent. I like damn discipline. Like, there's little whispering talons. Like, I like damn discipline, Oh, my God. Too, did because, you, like, um, see what that talon wore to dinner last night? Like, it was disgusting. And Butchers of the Honest could be neat for PvP. Yeah, I was thinking Butchers of the Honest would be great for Conan. Butchers of the Honest? Yeah. Oh, that would be painful. Can we? <laughs> do we have tribe names in Conan? Mm. I don't know. Uh, clan names. Clan names, yeah. yeah. What is our clan name? Because <laughs> I joined. <laughs> <laughs> what is our? our yeah. Clan name? Yeah, Yogi said he likes the meat. clan name or the tribe name. Oh yeah, yeah, pulled out meat. That's the best. Douche right. canoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're moving into. Speaking of douche canoes, it's tip time. Where's my intro? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Boom! Mic drop. Well, hey, guess what? It's more of me talking. Big freaking surprise! I got a bunch of trees. <laughs> apparently, she didn't drop the mic. She's still oh, talking. sorry. Did I, did I, did I, did I <laughs> talk and smack about myself? I said, "Big." I said, "Oh, mic drop." <laughs> it's me talking again because my tip is the first tip. <laughs> Punching trees tip. I think. Oh, here we go. I need that wood. Yes, I'm punching some trees. Okay, my punching trees tip is pretty much like I I put it in here because I think like new players could really benefit from knowing this, but I feel like um, even some older vet players in Ark may not have put two and two together, but. Uh, something I've meant to share, but I have forgot until this week when fell because you had shared a Reddit post right today in, oh, yeah. in yeah. the CRR Discord, and it reminded me that every time I sit down to do my show notes, I always think, "Damn it, what was my tip?" Because when I'm playing Ark throughout the week, I'm like, "This would be a good tip. This would be a good tip." And then by the time the show notes come, I forget all my freaking good tips. But this <laughs> reminded me that way back when we played on Primitive Plus together. I figured out a really cool tip that I did not realize until um, Javelin, who, uh, just if you guys don't remember, mm-hmm. he, him and his uh, roommate, Dolphy, were our neighbors on the official Primitive Plus server that we were playing on. And then they joined our tribe and then they joined our gaming group. So we became buds with them guys. And before, when he joined our tribe, he was quickly acclimated into our shenanigans where we would run around and club each other with uh, Candy King clubs and give each other mohawks and all that stuff back then in Primitive Plus. So he thought it'd be funny to try to hunt me down with a crossbow and he had a ghillie suit on and he was outside our base. And um, even though I have upgraded stuff on my computer, I'm still really chintzy. I just turn all my ground clutter off so I can like, I shut down my ground clutter so I can like benefit in other areas of my graphics and stuff. And um, also for this reason, he thought he was slick because his ground, he just had, he has a really nice computer. He was like, my computer's so amazing. We're, you know how everybody likes to whip it out and tell you how amazing their computer is. And he was like, my computer's amazing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, dude, what are you doing over there? And he's like, what? You can't see me. I'm like, yes, I can. And he's like, 
No, I can't. And he's like on his belly in prone position with a crossbow f- facing me and Gilly suit. And I'm like, dude, you're aiming a crossbow at me. I can see you. I totally can see you right now. And he's like, you cannot see me. I'm like, um, I don't have my ground clutter turned up. So you just look like a dude in a ghillie suit holding a crossbow. <laughs> Like, in in his world, he was hiding in this lush foliage that was totally, like, blending him in. Like, in his world, it was exactly how he envisioned it. In my world, dude was just a dude laying on his belly thinking he's hiding from me, but he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like the difference between being him laying in a hayfield on his screen and land on the the green of a golf course on yours. <laughs> yes, it's a yes. So when Felt uh, shared the graphic, I don't know if you can, I don't know if we can grab it or put the link there so you guys can see. But it is exactly. I'll grab how it real it, quick. Yeah, grab that. Put it in Twitch or if you, if you could do Twitch's show notes, that'd be cool because it was hilarious and it totally reminded me of what happened to me in games. So I was like, yes, Fel, you shared it, and it totally reminded me of my one of my tips. <laughs> yeah. And, Oh, God, it was so funny. And he could not get over it. So, you know, and I think the whole premise of what you shared, Fell, was like um, more um, poor gamers. uh, Yeah, the advantages of being a poor gamer. Yeah, the advantages of being a poor gamer was, you know, so my tip is... um, Yeah, so, yeah, my tip is turn your ground clutter off. If you are in PvP... Just turn that shit off. Even if you're in PBE, for one, it helps you see those little dinos that hide out in the grass and the like. The compies we were talking about earlier. It helps you see things more. You don't have so much. Plants hey, well, and... um, what channel is that, Ian? I forgot. I think it's in our general chat in uh, general. Discord. I I I posted it in Twitch already. Oh, he found it. Okay, you found it in Twitch. It was hilarious. So I actually found that uh, that that same tip is is useful in some areas of. Conan Exiles. Uh, oh, is it? Too, because okay. well, the place where I had built my base, it had a lot of ground, uh, ground clutter going on, and I didn't realize when I was putting my foundations down that the the grass still went through the foundations. I should have actually raised the foundations up a second time before I put them in before I started building, but I didn't. So I had uh, I had turned the ground clutter off uh, for a while, so that way I didn't have grass basically coming into the bottom of my house. And then I found there was another area where there's. Uh, with that game, there's a lot of different shaped uh, foliage that you can uh, that you can collect. It's more, it's more, you know, the, because there's the the normal fiber trees, and then there's like you know six or seven different types of uh, berry trees, and they look different um, from each other. And in the one area, and the you know the the not quite the the far north area, there's a lot of those different things, and there's also a lot of grass. And it was tough to tell which things you could pick and which things you couldn't with the ground clutter turned up. Okay. And when I had turned it down, then it made it clear because basically all the things I could see were harvestable nodes. All right. So <laughs> it was useful so in there, the too. Funny, so. The funny thing is, I mean, it absolutely could at one time have happened in art, but um, Cricket was building this really cool base, um, you know, and I'm kind of anxious to go see it. I get up, I'm coming up on it, and it's a really neat design. You know, it's, it's just I, you would have to be there to see it. But so I walk inside, you know, wondering, you know, because of the shape outside, what it's going to look like inside. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. Why didn't you raise your uh, foundations up? <laughs> At that point, I don't think you, you had your ground clutter off, did you? <laughs> I, I think I may have turned it turned it off when I was there in the savannah just because there was so much ground clutter. It was hard to see yeah. the tigers and stuff that were coming at me. And also, I, I don't think I realized that you could stack foundations on top of each other in that one because I'm not used to really doing that. But yeah, 
I'll have to make sure to you know to, to do that type of thing as I build other stuff in that game. Um, yeah, and that so to bring it back around just for like new players, um, it's it's helpful because you can easily see like uh, smaller dinos, trudons. Pagomastics copies, you can get a little bit more of a heads up on them because you take away a lot of that foliage. So, but is it really key, worth seeing the world so brown? Because remember, is when you're trying to live, like it, I uh, guess it depends on what you value. Do you cause, value cause constantly finding your body, or maybe turning it up when you're big enough to kick their butts? Because remember when we were playing on Prim Plus and you had yours turned down, and then yeah, was, you know, and then you know, and then we we told you to turn it on. And you're like, wow, you know, we're wow. not just building on you know this ground dirt thing. There's actually it, all this grass and foliage around here. This right. base looks really cool. Right. <laughs> and also, um, but it definitely is worth it in PvP because you might think that you're hiding, but somebody with a lower graphics card, you're really not. And, it, and it's hilarious because it is a very, uh, with the title of that, um, the um, being the advantages of being a poor gamer, it nails it. Like you, you always hear people be like, Ooh, I have an amazing computer. I want everything turned down and turned up. And then like uh, people that don't have such high end graphics cards and stuff and processors, you'll turn everything down and they can see you. They can see your base. So I think in games like Ark and PVP, turning everything up necessarily isn't always a great thing. So just a heads up. There's my well, punching trees tip. Although one other interesting thing about that particular Reddit post, if you if you read through the comments, it seems that uh, that game uh, actually uh, addressed the the problem, and that this post is from like a year ago. Uh huh. And so because of that difference, they they re you know they rejiggered their programming, and it renders the grass on all settings. I think it Oops. just uh, I don't want that easy, that easy, in, the, that. in the in the close in the close thing according to the comments. So I guess because people were doing that and gaining a yeah, big advantage of PvP, there. they actually made a change in their in their program for it. So the I same find with that gamma, interesting to read. Know? It's the same yeah. with gamma because people can somehow turn their gamma on and off. Um, people with like Nvidia cards can get in on their graphics cards and just adjust the gamma through the graphics card, not just in the game. Yeah. And so there's still some sort of a gaining there, too, where someone that doesn't have that option is seeing everything pitch black, you know, so. And hey, in case you don't know what I'm talking about, because there's still a lot of people, when you play official, there's a lot of new players to get on, and they don't know that you can, on PC, hit tab and then gamma space and then do, like, it's, I think, um... Default is gamma two, so you can do like three or four or five or however bright you want it to be. So you, which is also why, um, built blue bless his heart didn't know that it was because mm-hmm. he had his gamma on too, and I was. In my defense, on. it looked like a copy from that <laughs> distance. <laughs> I had a torch. And so, so speaking of gamma, I'll just throw a quick tip out there: is if you know if you go into your. Um, your key bindings. There's actually two keys you can set. Uh, one for you know for setting two different gamma settings, so you can easily swap between them. Like if you want a nighttime gamma and a daytime gamma, I think by default it's the slash and the star, um, or maybe that's just what I have mine set to. Um, but so that way, if you want to switch it because it gets dark and you want to switch it up, but then you know you don't like it when it's daytime, you press the other one. It's a it's a real easy, you know, one-click button instead of having to open up your console, type, you know, gamma, you know, you know, gamma four or whatever, or as some people do, open up their chat window and type gamma four. And yeah, <laughs> <they do. That's> hilarious. <laughs> 
Hey, I only did now, that like five times. Okay. <laughs> now, interestingly enough, it's something. It's something that some people may not know is when you open up your console, you can press up on your uh, arrows, and it'll bring up the last command. So, yep. if you know, if you're constantly doing gamma, you could have it where, you know, like you could just tab up, and it would go to whatever the last one was, and then tab up, up, and it would go to the one before that, and you could do it that way. It would save you some typing, but it's, I mean. Like you're saying, it's still easier to just, you know, bind it to a set of keys. Yeah, because I think I think in the in the key binding, I think you you tell it what value to even bind it to, um, in there. It's been a while since I set mine up, but I I think it goes in there and says, you know, press this key to set, you know, to set gamma to this value. Press this other key to set value to this other, you know, to the second value. So it's worth a, a check out if it's if changing your gamma is something that you can do. Absolutely. Okay. So I, I got one. I'm Oh, but you got a punching tree step. I got, I got a punching tree step. Oh, right. And it's well, something it I us. kind of touched on earlier. But if you're when you're starting out and you're looking for somewhere to build a base, that trying to find somewhere with a lot of like cover is a really good idea. Because um, the more hidden you are, the more are the less likely to be attacked you are, especially on a PvP or on a PvP server. I should say, not especially, but if you're on a PvP server. If you can get hidden, you're going to stay hidden until you're big enough that you don't have to be hidden. So, like, that's kind of what my mentality was in building where I did was I wanted somewhere that I had enough room to get what I needed in there, but it would still be hidden behind the rocks and trees enough that somebody flying over at a glance wouldn't even notice the building there. Right. And if you can make the colors and have and a paintbrush and can kind of blend the colors with your surroundings, that helps a lot too. That's Absolutely. pretty much it. And if you did you can make paint with your crock with your crock pot. <laughs> with your cooking pot. You can make it with your cooking pot. I'm gonna make that in my crock pot. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um yeah, you can make paint because there's people that don't even know you can paint yet. Because I'm um, just playing official and there's a lot of new players that are joining the game every day. And they will be like, "Wow, how'd you paint that?" And I'm like, "Oh, dude, you could totally make that in your in your cooking pot." And you could just take like as a new player starting out, you just take your water skins until you can make your jars, and you just put it in your little water valve thing. Like when you set up your pipes and your little spigot, you just put it in there, fill it up, plop it into your cooking pot, throw in your berries that you want. There's charts on the internet, so it's pretty cool. See, My and I like the way. Cyan. Yeah, I like the way that you guys had it set up on the fresh server with the the water tap right above the cooking, right above pot, the cooking pot, so that you yes. you don't have to you don't actually have to walk anywhere to do it. You can just yes. come out of one one inventory into another one, back into the yep. other one, and swap it back. And it made it really fast, making you know either die or kibble. So. Yep. It make that's why I put it that way only because you know trial and error. <laughs> You're like, and it would have been you... it would have been nice if that water running out of the tap would have just continually filled up the pot. You know, I mean I that would make that sense. Well. But, well, you know, hey. but another nice quality of life is if they had it where you know making the recipes only basically only drained a hundred water out of a vessel. So if you yeah. used a jar, you would get two you know two crafts out of. If you used a canteen, you got three crafts out of it. Um, because there's a, a you know there's a, a big window between your cooking fire and or you, and your uh, industrial cooker 
that you you know that you have you know that you can't do anything. That's why I usually don't dye my stuff or use any uh, buff foods until I get an industrial cooker because it's too much of a pain in the ass to sit there and try to and try to make dyes. You know because you, you can only fit it's like ten things total in, yeah. into the thing, and so to make dyes you have to keep you know filling up with water and putting these other Unless things. Unless you have in. multiple cooking pots and multiple stuff going on. But you're still having yeah. to keep going and filling up water. Oh, I know. And I'm it's, not still just, that it it's still annoying, just a, I'm a just pain. <laughs> it's still just a pain in the butt. Like they yeah. really, really need something between cooking if pots you want and industrial it bad cookers. Enough, you'll make it happen. That's what. <laughs> and there, I don't remember. I don't know if it's been fixed or not, but there, there was a glitch with the cooking pot where if you put down, I believe it's a metal water tank, an intersection, and then another intersection in the cooking pot on the other end, and put a water jar, I believe in the cook, not the cooking pot, the industrial cooker, put a water jar, in the, a full water jar in the industrial cooker, it would never run out of water for some reason. Like, because I mean, you know, like, even if you use like the reservoir, and no, like this is for if you're not anywhere close to a water source, but it would drain the water reservoir pretty quick when you were cooking like kibble or or making dye. But for some reason, with it, with that setup, it would never run out of water. So you could literally just keep throwing the stuff in there and keep cooking it. And I don't know if they ever fixed that or not, but I remember using it. Yeah, I remember. I remember accidentally coming across it during during scorched earth, because that was you know one of those areas where, yeah, there wasn't a lot of water. Um, and I, you know, I, you know, I had just put a water jar in there to make something and it didn't go away. And I was like, oh, this is odd. So, but that was, you know, like I said, when Scorched Earth first came out, so that was a while ago. Alrighty. So Mr. Mr. Johnny has a pimp my hut. I don't, I still think I'm lacking in the pimp my hut thing. So. I do have see. a pimp my hut. You do have so a pimp my hut. We were well, talking earlier goes. about. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the intro. That's sorry. okay. That's the right <laughs> intro, so. <laughs> Haha. So, earlier we were talking about the Structures Plus. And I decided I wanted to go play around with all of that. And I went out into the snow biome on the Emissa map, and I started building like a snow fortress. And I, I started building it with the Adobe, and I figured out that you can use white paint on that Adobe, and it makes it look like it's frozen or got snow on it or whatever. And like especially on the ceiling and, and uh, foundation tiles, it gives it this. It almost looks like it's covered in snow. Yeah, and the Adobe, other thing, the yeah, Adobe mm-hmm. has that kind of blended, marbly type look where it's yeah. it's not all just one solid thing. So yeah, that is awesome. Yep. And the other thing I'm doing, of course, I put a screenshot in the uh, show notes there. Um, the glass structures in Structures Plus. I like that because if you if you're looking at the screenshot, it looks like the uh, the tops of those towers are floating, but it's actually there that. There's two layers of S-plus glass structures there, glass walls, that have no frames on them. So it literally, there's, it looks like there's nothing there. And I thought that was really cool in the way that that looked. And so I, I'm, I, I really do hope they take that Structures Plus thing to the consoles because that's going to, like, I'm big on creative builds. So something like that I love seeing. So Absolutely. That is awesome. I wonder, is there a way for you to link that in Twitch? 
so they can see your build. I think you can get a hyperlink from Into your Steam account. Into the Twitch? Oh, you're not there on Twitch, though, are you? Maybe. If not, you can just put in, our sh- put yeah, in the show notes. Oh, are you? Okay. Because it should let you if you space it right. Hmm, maybe. I'll try it. I don't know how to close my emote thing now on Twitch. is so annoying. You have to um, re-click the emote thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is sad. I don't even know how to get to my screenshots I'm on like, Steam. On? Oh, you go to content. You go up to your little thing. I think it's under content. But, okay. Well, there... Wow, while you're doing that, another a guy named Johnny is going to be st- telling us about a mod spotlight. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> okay. We'll wait for you. Um, um, I'll, I'll just try to put it in there It's in a under your name. It'll say your name at the top of your Steam thing, and they'll say mm. content. So, yeah. I, I, I'm, I was kind of there. All right, cool. All right, well, here's your mod spotlight intro. Speaking of Amissa Maps. Yep, we uh the, the Amissa Map came out. I decided I wanted to do a server. Um got a Nitro Auto server, put it on there. And that map is absolutely beautiful. It is. Every single biome from the island, scorched earth, and aberration is represented. Um you have you know your obvious your jungle, your snow and all that. There is a Rock Drake Island that has a lot of the aberration stuff inside the cave, the Rock Drake cave there. <clears throat> uh, there's a desert like in Scorched Earth, uh, and the the um, the mod creator, which is Sicko Game Mods, I'm tell you this guy, like just following the comment section on the mod page on Steam, he is on top of it. He he's following it. Um, he's following what people are saying, you know, hey, this is the issues I'm having, or this is what I like and everything, and he gives feedback, and I like that. Uh, I did post the t- updates that he has in there, in the, in the show notes, which, um, one of the things, some of the things that we had noticed was, like, the overspawn of dinos, uh, he's kind of addressed that, the custom music that he has in there that plays when you're in certain areas was linked to the sound effects channel and was extremely loud. That's supposed to be, you know, addressed. Um, he's got it tied to the actual music channel now. And that's also with the battle music that he has tied to the music channel. Um, let's see. Fixed collision for the bridge in the easy spawn area. I know that was something that, uh, I think cricket had mentioned falling through the bridge. He's supposed to have fixed that. A few other things, you know, I'm not going to go through all that, but, the two things that I wanted to, I really wanted to get on, you know, like talk about was the Mountain Wyvern and the McCall Argent. That is, the, that Mountain Wyvern, I haven't found a McCall yet, but the Mountain Wyvern is freaking huge. <laughs> it is huge. How is it? How did you, yeah. But yeah, they do. It's, it's almost like he combined a, uh, a Fire Wyvern with a Griffin. Because it does the the Griffin dive and it turns really you know like you know like he said it turns on a dime, but it still has you know your all your standard wyvern stuff, and they're not aggressive. They won't attack you until you provoke them. Wow! And they're knockout tameable, so you wow. don't have to go hunting eggs. Well, they, That's they, handy. They would dwarf a Quetzal pretty easy. Oh yes, yeah. and I believe he actually 
Yeah, he said made the mountain wyvern a bit smaller. I don't know how I don't know how much a bit is, but it, it's probably still pretty big. Well, uh, I liked it, it the way it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's comparable to the size of like an alpha wyvern, wasn't it? <laughs> the thing that was the oh, funniest, was which I wonder if he if he addressed, is when you're on a, a wyvern, a mountain wyvern, and you pulled out like your bap or something. It, it made it you're look like it, yeah. oh, you're <laughs> high, high yeah, hanging underneath right. it. Just do the graphic. <laughs> You'd see the creature's head up, up, you know, on the top end of your screen. So, uh, yeah, I wonder if, I, like, when I was checking, I was only on a miss of a couple of days, and when I was checking the S plus transmitter for the uh, the locations of the dinos, the McCall Argent, there was only one on the map when I was checking, and it was level forty, and I did go over there and ended up taming it just because I was hoping that, so that it would spawn more so i don't know if maybe it's like the unicorn where there's only ever one on the map or maybe there it's just you know bugged and it wasn't spawning more um was that but, the one that was like red with the yellow head on it yes over okay. like in the starting area by that city or whatever that's exactly the one yeah and so like i said it was cool i didn't want to tame it because it was low level but i figured you know tame it and that way just you know get it off the map and get another one to spawn because of the fact that I saw there was only one spawn. Right. Um, so right. I haven't been back on to see whether a new one has spawned or not, but um, if you have your, your S plus transmitter, remember that you have that dino scan function um, to see if there's one out there to find its location. Okay. Um, I think Tatsu wanted to know how big the map was. They said it's the um, same size or... It's bigger than the island. the island. Comparable to the island map. Um, it feels a lot bigger, though. It really does. Yeah, I guess I got the feeling it felt. I thought it was bigger, but maybe, like you said, it feels like it's bigger. I mean, it might feel like it's bigger because it's more the unknown stuff. Where with the the island, you you know, you've played it so much, you're like, okay, now I'm in the you know, now I'm in the swamp, and then you kind of like zone out for thirty seconds until you get out of it. Then you're like, okay, That's now true. I'm in the you know in this area, and so because it's new and you're seeing all this stuff, that might right, be part right. of it. Um, but there is, to some degree, two levels in some area. I mean, because there's oh, the ground and then and then there's also uh, in some of the areas there's the floating island type things that you can go up to, which yep. is yeah, pretty neat. Yeah, the yeah. Um, those floating the floating islands are connected through uh, like staircases. Yeah, that go from mountain range over to the first island from the first island to the next one and so forth and then comes back down and the neat thing is is in the edge of the or like right there in the redwoods there's a portal that you can walk through that will teleport you up to the snow biome where the floating islands meet like where the staircases meet the uh the snow biome yeah you can teleport from there to where it meets the the redwoods, so you don't actually have to go up and across those islands. You can walk through the little the teleporter thing. That was pretty cool. But if, yeah, as far as the size of that mountain wyvern, I would say it's comparable to like an alpha, maybe bigger. But it, I, bigger. <laughs> yeah, he. I think he's kind of you know. He he scaled it down a little bit. But I actually wanted to ask about that macaw since you have one. What have you noticed different on it? It seemed like the only thing different was just the color scheme, hmm. but I, but I also didn't go through and try to test it out uh, necessarily to see if there's anything different. Um, not yeah, you because know, it's not like I was flying around it all that much like I was doing with the mountain wyvern. Um, so there might be something different about it, um, but I, I don't know. Alrighty, well, um, 
So how many of you guys got to get on the MSM app? I only had logged in, like, the first time was at Amissa City, and I couldn't get out of the damn thing. Like, I felt like I was trapped. In the Miss- Is that normal to feel like? And that I felt walking. the same way, yeah. I, I was trapped. I'm like, how the hell do I get out of this freaking Amissa City? And then I thought I was walking on a bridge or something, and then I fell down fell into, through. Like, <laughs> a freaking pond full of 9,000 coals. And then I'm like, how do I get out of this? Like, it was a meadow trapped. I was like, I'm trapped on top of being trapped. So then I killed myself. And then I spawned in the desert city, and that was a that was a lot more made a lot more sense. Yes, <laughs> I didn't feel like I was trapped. Yeah, I think I spawned up in the snow because that's where I was planning on building, um, and I didn't get trapped or anything like that. Um, I did fall through the world a few times, like uh, Johnny had said when I was up on the floating islands. It doesn't seem to like uh, using your or it didn't seem to like it, at least using your glider suit. So uh-huh. when I would try to jump to an area that was just a little higher than I could jump and you know, actually in my glider suit, that's what usually made me fall through the you know, fall through the world. Okay. And but luckily in, the, in those cases, I was falling through the world on a floating platform. So then okay. I'd kind of go through it, and then I'd you know get out into the the standard air, and then I could land on the actual ground. So it wasn't a huge issue where I was falling underneath the the earth itself. Right. You know that I'd have to ghost and fly to get back out. I would just right. go into fly mode and wait until I get back out of the the island and then land on the ground i think one of the one of the coolest things that i've done is been on top of one of the floating islands and use the glide suit to fly across the map yeah i mean because you can get pretty far as long as you kind of conserve your airspeed and altitude right you can get and it, it was just so it was so amazing to fly over that area or all that or fly over the map looking at all the different areas and what was going on. And I got some pretty cool video of it, too. It's not so much of the area, but of the of flying with the glide suit and it leaving the, uh, I guess, like chemtrails behind it. That was you know, kind of awesome. <laughs> well, that was awesome. even the thing that I loved when with uh, Aberration, where the you know first had the fly suit, was you know, go there onto the, the top of one of the area, one of the, the big pits, like there above the, uh, the, you know, the spine area. And you jump off there, and you you know you can literally fly for you know for five to ten minutes before you actually hit the ground because you just had so much you know air beneath you that you could you could fly around. So I I really do I've I've always you know loved the fly suit since they put it out there. And I've <laughs> when I've been playing Conan this week, I've been you know, I I you know, Fal could probably tell you I keep saying I, I want my fly suit. <laughs> Right, yeah, <laughs> especially because so accustomed to it. Especially because that game's neat because you can uh, you can climb anything. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, yeah. The you have the ability to climb any walls as long as you have the stamina for it. So well, you can do a lot of exploring vertically. It's just coming back down can sometimes be a pain. You can jump down, and if you're next to a wall, you can basically grab onto the wall and slide down. But uh-huh. a lot of areas, you know, the the cliffs come, you know when you the end of the cliff goes and it comes inwards and you can't get to the cliff side so i just wish i had a fly suit in that game awesome it looks like in our show notes um you guys have included the uh it says mountain wyvern sites compared to Falloon's character so when we throw the show up you'll be able to see some of the pictures of what the mountain wyvern looks like it looks pretty sweet one thing I loved about the Missa map too, I haven't got to explore it too much, but I started in the boring, like a little boring safe zone on the desert. Um, I liked, I because I, I very rarely uh, naturally choose to play in the desert, but it was fun. And then I found that amazing red forest, 
that that's the next cool thing. I was like, what is this red? I can see it off in the distance. So finally, when I got a Pelagornis tamed, I flew over there and it was like breathtaking. I love it. It's absolutely gorgeous. And then I found out somebody also loves it because I did not know. I come across Miss Emma Ty's base. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, because I started building in like this little nook over there. And I like it because it has like... um it feels very whimsical and it has like little beaten paths like through the forest and it's the first map that i played that feels like it already has like pre-planned out little road path like little paths traveling areas through the different layers of this amazing spot so just looking at what that zone has to offer i can't even imagine what the rest of the map looks like once we get to and it was unfortunate because the minute johnny launched the missa mat uh conan came out so like everybody who wasn't like uh diehard art people hopped over immediately and started playing conan and then johnny's like oh you know because we (laughs) you know you were so excited we were so excited and amped and then everybody hopped over and played conan but that's just what and then everybody will come back but um the as the amissa map uh johnny and fell are teamed up and they clustered it together so if you're one of the crr members and you play on um the ragnarok map that fell hosts and the aberration map it's also clustered to the amissa so you can travel through those three maps right now so yep and I know uh, as far as like who we have is me, me, Clev, and Javelin are tribed up together. Uh, I know Emma's got her thing going, and I know Fell and Cricket have a base. And you said you and have I one have too, one. don't you? Yep, yeah, I technically have one and a half now. So, so I, yeah, I mean it's it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. The <clears throat> resources are not hard to come by on there. Uh-huh. Uh, a lot of that stuff is, you know, it, it's very well populated with the resources. Um, the, the hardest thing I've had, you know, had or the thing I've had the most trouble finding was oil, but I got lucky and found an oil vein in the desert, and, you know, I, I capped that baby off and uh, got... Oh, there's a lot of oil moss. rocks up in the yeah. snow. Got, and there's some, I think there's some oil veins up there, too, that I saw, so... Yeah, but yeah, yeah there's I, a lot of oil rocks I, right there where I was building awesome my base. teleporters down there. Now, then when I need to need oil, I just pop down there, grab it, pop right back, done. All righty. But yeah, so, I mean, like it's the resources are really easy to get on there. Like we have we have metal, obsidian, and crystal like right outside our house. So uh, awesome. Although I haven't looked for, I didn't notice many regular silica pearls, and I didn't look at all for black pearls. Um, the river that that runs uh, at the bottom of the cliff that we're built on, you can fly through there at night and look in that river, and you can see silica pearls for years. Okay, down there. so there's a lot. Of yeah, pearls. Um, the black right pearl. Next to it. Black pearl is really easy to get down at the end of the end of the redwoods where it goes from the like the redwood forest to the mushroom forest. There's a, a pond, the pond where I built like the fishing pier. There's trilobites galore in there, trilobites and coals and otters and beavers. So you can go down there and farm for your for your black pearl there. So that's not a that's not a big issue there. Like I said, the oil was the only thing I had a, a lot of trouble finding it because of location. Yeah, I guess with the pros, I just didn't, I just hadn't looked for them, so I, I figured there was probably spawns somewhere. Okie doke. So if you guys haven't checked out the Missa map and you want to, you can uh, join us over there and check it out and and, and uh, give uh, Johnny some company and build up over there because some of us have some tribes going. And I can't remember what I named my tribe, but I can't remember. I think it's probably something to do with poop. But, <laughs> but yeah, if you guys, if you guys want to. 
if you guys want to join up, I just need your Steam ID so I can add you to the exclusive join list, and that's all it will take. And I can right. pass that over to Mr. Fell, and he can yeah. add you up on there so you can cross arc and do all that. Now, other than, one other thing I wanted to note with the Mountain Wyvern and the McCall Argent, they will not transfer between servers. And um, unless they fixed it, someone said once they uploaded it, they couldn't download it even back on a Mesa. Right, and that was that, clev. If that, that was clev that they had uh, to do. Addressed or not. Um, Okie dokie, we're gonna head into faux science. Okay, we're still rocking out. Well, some of us, there's a handful of us right now rocking out that fresh PVE server. Um, and it's going well. It's nice to have like a little project server to work off from. I, I'm enjoying that. And it's neat seeing how since we kind of right now it's Clev, but he's on vacation now for the holiday. So happy Memorial Day. And um, he is going to be gone. And then Emma Ty plays over there. And uh, some of you guys have made characters, but you never logged back in yet because you're, you know, got other things to do that's not official art. So, so far as with me, Clev, Emma Ty, Dr. Ob, and then whenever uh, Goon logs in, it's probably been us five randomly on our shifts so far. But it's cool because um, this past week, I took a random Diplo ride with a stranger. It was very much a white van candy kind of a scenario. I was out on the beach minding my own business in front of the base, uh, was working on... Um, blocking our entire we're on the angry beaver island it's on the island map and it was pretty cool because i thought they were minding my own business trying to get a wall built around the entire perimeter finally had finished that and it was and it was handy because we we're all like making walls and stuff on our off time and trying to get it done and we got it finished and then um this random guy comes rolling up on a on a diplodocus and he's like hey there and i was like uh hi and i was looking around and he's like you want to have a ride on my diplodocus and i was like um sure why why not you know so <laughs> I, I just uh stopped uh, building my wall and i hopped on this random stranger's diplodocus and we went riding down the beach and we're in like the south two spawn point area and we're just going having a fun, fun time and he would like stop by like every person's little um hut along the beach and i and it became like a team effort we're like hey there <laughs> like i instantly turned into him <laughs> and it was so funny. We were riding around inviting random people on the beach for a ride. A couple of them took us up on it. And a couple of them were like, no, get out of here, you weirdos. So, but it was fun. <laughs> what would have been best is if his character name was Miss Fritz. No, I don't, his name is, oh, the irony is his name is Human because he didn't make a name when he joined the server and he didn't realize it. So there, it just went, that's the one thing that ticks me off right now still about Ark is the fact that why do they even have to put in a default name? Leave that sucker empty. And then it forces people to name their character. Because now we just have a bunch of humans. It went from bobs to humans. Now it's just a bunch of humans rolling around. And you can't tell one person from another if they don't make a tribe. It's so stupid. It might as well just, like, just default <sighs> to one, two, three. They might as well. But you know, talking about this guy with the plot, I love, care. I love, I love players like that who... Who you know? They embrace the whole PV thing. They're like, they come around. They're like, yo, hey, you want to go for a Diplodocus ride? Sure, why not? Get on the bus. I mean, it's, whatever. Why not? It's <laughs> it, 
it's having fun. You know, it it, it's a break. It's a break. It's a break from the monotony of building, 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 harvesting, right. harvesting, harvesting, harvesting. Yeah, but you know, Johnny's, like, Johnny's the guy who puts that sign up outside of his. Uh... Uh, shut up. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to be your friend. And those diplococcus thing, whatever, the, the salamander things, they, they haul ass underwater. Well, these aren't the salamanders, hon. These are diplococcus oh. is like the The school Rocco. buses. The ones that have the six-seater saddles. Yeah. Uh, ten, I thought oh, it was the diplos. Sorry. Yeah, I thought it was ten, 10 seats. Or is it 10 seats? Yeah, it's, I think it's 10 seats. I know, oh, yeah, it's, no, it's, 10. I know it's it's many seats. But it's fine. It's so I took but it's freaking Metro bus. I, I took this Diplodocus ride with a stranger, and he took me back to his base to show me his base, and we had some random dude yeah, with did. us. And we, and he was like, and, it, and it's so cute, because he's like, hey, look, we almost have electricity, and we have this, and we have this, and he was like t telling me, like, I've never played the game before, like, I was a new player, and I was just like, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> let them talk. Tell me, teach, teach me things about Ark. You know, apparently because I've never played before. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, and so it was fun. So then he's like, hey, before I take you back, I know where there's an XP box. I'm like, sure, I need some XP. So I have a couple of boxes, and he takes me someplace in the woods, and we find this box, right? And then we hop down. He's like, are you gonna hop down? We can both get XP. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I hop down, and he gets. I open the box, and he opens the box, and we turn around to go back on the Diplodocus, and then all of a sudden, this is where it went south. A like a, a spinner dino, a, a Dilo, rolls up, and he's like, I don't like you, Esme. And then I was like, damn it. So then I'm like, ran I'm blind and I'm spinning in circles with my pike and I'm stabbing. And dude is like one of those people that like in real life, like if you're being attacked, they like freeze. <laughs> they freeze. They don't know what to do. Instead of him helping me defend my blind ass being jumped. Because then it was a freaking pack of dilos. It went one, then another. It was like five to six <laughs> dilos now. My shit, well, I was going down fast. I was not prepared for this. You know, it was just randomly building. And it's like, want to go for a ride? I'm like, sure. And then now I'm being gang busted by five freaking dinos in the woods and dude is sitting there going oh my god oh my god oh my god hop up on the diplo hop up on the diplo and i'm like because he was from some i can't even see the diplo I'm, like, I'm fucking blind okay i can't see anything and, and i was like i'm trying i'm trying and all of a sudden you have died i'm like well, well, that's how that goes. And so bless his heart. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to bring you your stuff right now. So he started making his way back um, towards my base. And I grabbed one of our Terras and went to fly back to him. And I met him again at the same little guy. He like had his heart set on getting this dude to get a Diplo ride. He was back again <laughs> talking to the guy that turned <laughs> us down. It was like... He was being so stay. So he's at this guy, the one guy that turned us down for a dimple ride. He's right back there schmoozing him, you know. So I land and he goes, oh, hey, thanks. You know, I was just on my way to your house, your, your base. I was like, yeah, man, I thought I'd meet you halfway. So he gave me my gear. No shit. Turn around. A freaking calligratherium starts throwing poop at us. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? You know, like, this is what I get for leaving the comfort of my angry beaver base. Uh, although, the, although the best part with, you know, yeah. it being a diplo that you guys had is... It can't kill anything. Yeah, it wasn't doing shit. <laughs> 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 it couldn't even defend you. Nothing, it just it just knocks stuff back. It doesn't have any damage. Yeah, nothing nothing cool was going on with that devil. So now this dude, right? Were the annoying people that were like, "You want to ride? You want to ride? <laughs> you want to ride? You want to?" Oh, that's what that's what that's. He's like, "No, I'm I'm working on my base." So now we're back again, and within seconds of me landing and him giving me my gear, this freaking calligraphy all hell breaks loose. The dude's dino <laughs> attacking my the terror starts attacking it the the diplo's just sitting there with its thumb up its butt doing nothing 
person. <laughs> and the little guy now, he's like, he, he decided to try to help out now. The little dude in the little shack runs out with like an axe. It's like three of us are just, I got freaking killed again by a lot. Like poop. It took like a couple poops to the face and a couple hit. I'm down again. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? So <laughs> I had to go go back and get my shit. It was nuts. And then the little guy so finally came back and we ended up killing this uh, calligraphy. He was just lodging them at us. Bam, bam, bam. And that guy goes, thank you so much, guys. He has been harassing me for days. Because <laughs> <laughs> anybody else? Anyway, this little dude was being harassed by the poop slinger for days. And it, it took us and our weirdo shenanigans and apparently <laughs> harassment, mild harassment. Does anybody else sucker. find it ironic that Esme gets killed by poop? The poop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, interesting. <laughs> oh my so, god. It was a blast, though. It was fun. It was fun. And it's actually been fun. And it's kind of like I you log in and I don't have any expectations for fun. And then it just happens. So um, then I, I paint. Oh, so I built. I made a pirate ship finally. So I rebuilt my pirate ship and I made a big. It's all teal and red and black like our typical tribe colors we do. And then I made some um, generic looking rated arc sign and uh, on the flag and flapped it up. And um, I I painted my Pelagornis like a skittle. It's like purple and turquoise and pink and lime green and it looks amazingly ob obnoxious. So I just got done painting it and then somebody else comes over and goes, I'm so I'm watching the blacklist. I was binging on my shows and all of a sudden I hear this voice come over my game and the blacklist I'm watching and it's like, that's a really great paint job. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Where's this coming from? Like, it just scared the shit out of me. And it was one of our uh, people on the island was just trolled coming around, apparently. So I got to meet, make some new friends. Him and his wife play on the server. And it was cool because he was like, they must play side to side because I could hear me, my voice coming out through his speaker, like... Um, they have like open speaker and his wife was like, oh my God, I'm so, that's a girl. Another girl playing arc. Can I join her tribe? Can I join her? So <laughs> it was like, well, my wife wants to join her tribe. She's tired of being in a tribe full of men. I'm like, dude, I hear you. Cause one, it's really hard to find other women to play arc. And two, it's hard to find women that are assholes to play arc. Cause you, they don't have that. <laughs> that queen bee scenario where they're like i want to be the only chick up in here and it's so hard to befriend those bitches because they don't they don't want to be friends they want to be queen so i love it when other <laughs> girls can hang with other girls and not be bitches so it was nice to meet them and her name was laurel they named themselves like it was laurel and yanni or whatever. <laughs> oh, no. oh lord so I made new friends, and then um, an alpha started hanging around our base, so that's what made me think Johnny may have logged in, because we didn't have, like, alphas around for, like, a week, and then all of a sudden we have an <laughs> alpha raptor, and I'm like, damn it, Johnny Ranch has logged in. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that just on purpose now, like, yeah, once a week, log know. in, log in, log in for the alphas to come, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it's been freaking harassing. Like, and it's all over. It'll be over at your your BFF. So I guess those those little jack wagons that messed with you, um, Emma said that they were messing with her. Like she was up on a rock and they were trying to knock her off the same way they were doing to you. So and they're trying to pillar war us. So I pillar warred them back and it pissed them off. So then they try to pillar us, but I pre pillared our shit because. <laughs> When you're an asshole, you have to think ahead. So I thought ahead. I'm like, I'm going to pillar our shit before they can pillar us. And then I pillared them back. And then they came back and they only got to plant one pillar. And I'm like, ha ha, suck my lady balls. <laughs> I'm a dick Esme too. Esme with the preemptive asshole strike. <laughs> Skylar Fury has me down, man. You don't, you don't piss me off. I'm coming after you. And just for fun. 
but um yeah it's been fun it's been a lot of fun. oh my god so then i thought i'd take the pirate ship to go because i started pillaring a, a building spot for us near the redwoods so i was going to take my pirate ship through the river and then like some jack wagon you know because it's official blocked off the whole river i'm like of course you would middle finger well then some uh, those stupid Ichyornises are just harassing everybody. Well, then this dude on a Procoptodon can jump. I swear to God, that sucker can jump so high up in the air. He gets some air on that thing and it just going. He was helping me kill Ichyornises. I think he just enjoyed hopping on my pirate ship and then hopping off into the air to attack Ichyornises. I'm like, this is a pretty awesome server. Everybody seems to be pretty decent so far, except for our neighbors that are jackasses. So, <laughs> But they pushed out and took their sign down, so we took ours down. It was the cat food robe comment when i said that they they were eating cat food in their mama's robe and they can't hack it on pvp so they had to come to pve to do pvp (laughs) they took their sign down immediately so apparently we won the sign war apparently they took their shit down so then um emma changed ours to hi and then we just (laughs) then we just took it down so we've been at like a stalemate right now so they just don't want to get along everybody else is cool i don't know why they can't be but whatever i I think you hit it on the the head with the whole, you can't hack in the PvP comment. Yeah, they can't hack it in PvP. They gotta come to PvE to be somebody, so... Well, uh, have you heard They're anything alone. outside of um, the the Legion Mega guys over there, Jordy and them? Um, They are on the server, but they're not near us now. I think they moved out of town. Uh, uh, okay. the, the Anarchy people, our neighbors, are pretty active. And I met our neighbor, um, which is another chick, so I thought that was cool. The Surik or Sarek person right across the river from us with, like, the spikes all around their base. Um, she's nice, too. So I got to meet her the other day. She was making dino gates. So it's been a good experience in our faux science. I'm enjoying cool. myself. It's been fun. So do you guys have any faux science, or are we ready for last call? I think we're ready. I have right. nothing. Here we go. It's closing time. Pack up all those dinos and head out into the real world. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. I don't want to have you log right now. I don't want you to have to log right now, but it's closing time. Rated R is ready to pull the plug. All right. Did you have something that you forgot to mention during the show? Say it now or wait a week. Does anybody have any last calls? Any shout outs? Deadpool Maybe some social movie. media. People can follow you. How they can follow you. All that jazz. A Deadpool is um, a great movie. Deadpool is a great movie. Deadpool 2, right? Deadpool 2, yes. Well, Deadpool 1 was as well. So you give it your cricket thumbs up. I do give it my cricket thumbs up. Awesome. What do you got, Johnny? Uh, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to uh, Mac Daddy Carrot and O-Man. They, uh, they got with me last night. was like, hey, man, get on your PlayStation, get H1Z1 and play with us. Awesome. And so I did. I had a great time with those guys. I look forward to doing it again. Um, I like it. It's... It, it was pretty fun, and I, I, I like being able to play with all the different people in our group because That's the cool that was part. that was my biggest reason for joining was to make new friends, and you I have made, made so many so many great friends, and I love it, and I love you guys. So if you guys want me to play something, holler at me. I'll I'll get it. I'm gonna get. I know Fell's got Raft. I'm gonna I'm gonna download that when we get done. Try that out, and uh, but I, I'm I'm willing to try anything. So if you guys want to play with me, just holler at me, man. I'll I'll jump right in there. Come over to Conan. 
for, except for Conan. I yeah. won't play Conan. Oh, Conan, it's fun. <laughs> that is too funny. Yeah, we have uh, a lot of people right now checking out new games. Fells and Raft. Um, I think Luminan was thinking about it. Raft, and, I don't know Raft. Well, we we were hoping to get Fell on. Maybe he can join us on next week's Cross Realmcast and tell us about it if he's yeah, not absolutely. busy. That would be fun. Yeah, and it's, so, it's um, not a new it's not a new game, but I've been playing a lot of Payday Two. Been playing a lot of Payday Two, and that one's that was fun. My son just got that game today. I have it. I have it on PC and PS4, so I can I can play it on either one. My PS4 account is a lot better, but it's a lot more fun on PC. Oh, well, he has it on Xbox, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my last call is you can join us in the games we play at CrossRealmRebellion.com and you can find our podcasts um, at RatedArc.com and Cross. it's on Anchor. I'm just going to have to get a .com for that as well. But um, yeah, you can listen to all of our shows right now at RatedArc.com. And um, our gaming group calendar, I linked that in the show note because we have, um, we're wrapping up the month of May. Uh, this tomorrow is our D&D night with Dungeon Master Foe, providing everybody can make it because it is a holiday weekend and some players are still gone. And um, next week on June 2nd, we're going to do free to play Saturday Crossout. Hey, and- on that, on the Crossout thing, um, if you don't already have it through Steam, go through Gaijin's website and get it because you can get either a couple of free weapons or a free cab to use right off the bat. And you can, once you get it through them, you can still link it through Steam afterwards. But by doing it that way, you get a little bit of a, a little bit of a head start, and uh, that will it'll give you a little bit of a little little help from the beginning there. Okay, cool. Good to know. And then um, we're going to start taking suggestions to fill up our month of June uh, free-to-play Saturdays where we rotate with D&D Saturdays. So, um, Foe already last night during Cross Realmcast um, suggested Evil Apples. So, we're going to check out Evil Apples. It's a it's a mobile free-to-play mobile game for iOS and Google Play. And you download it and then you can play. And it's, um, let me see if it has an... A thingy because you could do let me see what it says evil apples is a filthy and hilarious card game and party game for adults looking for dirty humor and fun times you get grab three nearby friends you are now players a red card is drawn and and it, you just play it on your phone against each other so that'll be fun um so he wants to try that on a free to play so we we can do different stuff like that that'll be cool yeah so essentially if you've ever played cards against humanity or apples to apples it's it's, it's like just that. like it's just like Cards Against Humanity. If you haven't played that, it's like apples to apples, but the rated R version of it. Awesome. So yep, it's not too late to uh, get your um, suggestions in for our free to play Saturdays. And you can find everything that we linked in the show in our show notes. So thank you everybody in our Twitch chat for joining us for this impromptu live recording. Did you guys like doing the live recording? Because we can try to do it every Friday again. It's been fun. I think being able to interact with the chat room again. I like I like it with the chat room because you get you know you get to interact with people that are listening. Yeah, you get to interact with yeah. them and, and answer questions. And stuff. Yeah, because cool. there's been a lot of shows, a lot of the older shows that I would listen to, that I would be like, oh hey, I know something. And I'm thinking, thinking, wait, it's already recorded. They have it. You know, I can't <laughs> add to it. But I do like that. Yeah, I like being able to interact with everybody and. Uh, answer questions and get feedback. It's 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 pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I was yeah, like that. I was able to, to be chatting with you guys while I was driving back from yeah, that's until I got true. on. Yeah. <laughs> Since I don't have, I didn't pay the five bucks to get the 
uh, TeamSpeak app on my phone. Yeah, I haven't done that either. So, well, cool. Well, we can do it every Friday. We're just streaming audio to our twitch.tv forward slash rated arc. We were trying Mixer, but Twitch just seems more accessible. Seems to be easier for more people to join us than Mixer. Um, so for some reason, um, so thank you everybody. This is episode 12, season two of Rated Arc and I'm queuing the outro once I find it. Cause I can never find it. Here we go. You can reach the show by email at ratedarc at gmail.com. Hmm. You can tweet the show at Rated Arc on Twitter. Oh, you can grab our RSS feed. Get our show notes and apply to join us in-game at ratedart.podbean.com. I love that tidbit at the end. That's fantastic. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.